if you're going to sing, you have to try to sing just a half a beat ahead of the whatever song. No. Is. So we're doing flight tonight. You have to sing. You got to get it synced up. <laughs> Rob loves it too much and he loves leaving it in there. You got to get, you, you know, you just got to sing it just a half a beat ahead. Word on the street is Rob purposely moves by singing. Oh, yeah, right. And blames it on my internet. This is outrageous. <laughs> this is slander. Word on the street. Speaking oh, of dear. slander, Rob, you don't even want to know what people are saying you on side text chains right now. Oh, oh. no. I, I care so much. What are they saying about me, Russell? Well, te technically it's libel because it's written, not spoken. We've talked about that before. What if it's a right? voice memo? Huh? Oh, Please, yes. John Roberts, tell us if it's a voice memo is libel. <laughs> <laughs> is this uh, our start? It's important yeah, to talk legal stuff on this Yeah, podcast. it's political. We're, we do things by the book. Aaron's exciting that Diane Feinstein can still do her job as effectively in the Senate today as she could yesterday. It's, yeah, so. it's the same, same <laughs> situation. Yep. Did that you see what her last tweet a, was? It was so sad. Ringing or not? <laughs> no. <laughs> Too soon? A phone ringing for that? I don't even know what joke would, would be made right, about what, Diane what would she Feinstein. Like, oh, There's only one way to find out is oh, she, no. she calls us, right? <laughs> Second ring. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, this is Diane Feinstein. <laughs> Diane, how are you oh, doing? Hey, Diane. I can't believe I'm dead. Did you want to run dead. off to the city? That, I can't that, believe I'm dead. My, my assistants aren't here anymore to tell me what to do. Diane, I, I got to say, I really appreciated you being, you know, having that solidarity. The government's about to shut down and you shut down as well. Oh, oh I didn't see that joke coming. It's making me laugh quite a bit, Russell. Diane, oh. Diane, have you been, are you out there sucking down chili dogs outside the Tasty Freeze? Oh, no, what's going on? Hey there, this Diane. This is disrespectful even you to me. You're going to run off to the city. And I died literally eight hours ago. I, but do you know why I'm so sad that I'm dead? Why is that? I was hoping I got to hear what the scariest song of the year was. <laughs> and I feel like I just missed that list by two or three episodes if they actually look ahead far enough. Well, thanks so, for the call, Diane. We appreciate yeah, it's really it. really great, great for you to check in. All right, bye. I'm in hell. Oh, oh. <laughs> why would she say that right at the end? I mean, it's one thing to do the Evan Hell joke a month or two later. But same but day. Straight there. Wow. Oof. No, no, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. I did know things were bad, though, when the Crypt Keeper said, ah, she looks rough. All right, let's get into it. Uh, in 2020, four friends, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone Rob, magazine. Do you think, do you think when, if you do go to the pearly gates that you go in like your current state? Or do you go in like your best state ever? Like when you're, yeah, oh Wait, yeah, are you yeah, trying yeah. to say is Rob's it? current state isn't his best state ever? This is it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just mm. asking. I mean, mm. mustache I, is looking all right, I guess. <laughs> What's the age of consent in this state? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, oh, am I one of those guys who knows the age of consent in every state? <laughs> Does it differ? Is that a state's rights thing? I don't, Road trip, Idaho. Let's oh, go. God. <laughs> the age of consent. There's 86. Oh. <laughs> The opposite of what you thought. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Another phone call. Two to start. Who's ringing tonight? All right, who we hey, got? Hello, hello. I just wanted to call back and tell you I just had visited Idaho. I had a great time. <laughs> this, this is Diane. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> By the way, what Idaho? I guess you could say. I'm trying to think True. of a crypt. I'm trying to think of a crypt keeper <laughs> bit for Idaho. What? Oh, 
Like if Diane Feinstein was a crypt keeper. Ah, let's keep passing this finance chill. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably just post this. Yeah, yeah. I think this is it. Play this. This get us ahead a week if we I just vote on save. making the clause. <laughs> yeah, it feels like just call it and we'll start Saturday Night Fever. That's the current state of the Supreme Court. It's the result of the text chain that's celebrated the music, excoriated the order. And led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. This is, by the way, evergreen. This bit is evergreen. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. We are all the way up to album 162, which a lot of people don't realize is a sex move number. You can do the 162. Yeah, it's it's it's. Have you ever seen like those videos online where the two people are making out quietly while somebody's sleeping next to them? What? What? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I haven't. But if I did, I was thinking, you know, I could be that guy. Like that could get that could be my door to pornography. I'm like the husband sleeping next to him and be like, you know what I mean? Like it kind of, okay, visual joke. I'm realizing again that I'm watching maybe a little too much. Maybe I'm too online. Uh, and from 1995, we have Pulp with an album that was inspired by Rob taking honors calculus in high school. Honors calculus in high school. Different class. Get me out of there. It's terrible. Uh, yeah, I actually like some Pulp better. I don't know. It's uh, I don't know if I stepped on anybody's joke. Anyway, let's get right into, let's turn on the radio. You know what? We haven't turned on the radio for a little bit. Let's get right into it and turn on the radio and don't blink because this is another short one. Here we go. What's a little up, pulp everybody? Nice. Welcome to K-Rob, K-R-O-B. You know, I've been singing a lot of songs about Russ, but I think it's time I sing about these other guys too. Oh, oh yeah. I thought that I would just get knowledge, but I met these cool guys at St. Olaf College. But now yes. I write songs about these guys. Yes. But lately I've begun to notice The last three songs have all been about Russ Why? What a great run. What about these other guys? Well, <laughs> they caught Aaron at the mall spread eagle He oh, loves sniffing all those women's shoes Aaron is obsessed what? with feet still He has a woman's foot as one of his tattoos What's happening? Well, it's true. <laughs> and Matt and I are on the show, too. <laughs> See, I covered all the <laughs> When you want to hear about the greatest album of all time. <laughs> a little catch-up for the crew. I did hear, though, yeah, that you had a woman's foot tattooed. Now, of course, what I'm picturing, and I realize now this is probably not the foot tattoo you get, is from the bottom. You know, maybe like it's the bottom Jack of the foot, but I realize you probably, you'd probably get a side foot tattoo, right? Like if you had to get a tattoo of a foot, where are you going from? You got to put it right on the top of your own foot, don't you? It's got to just be a little bit smaller There's to a be a tattoo of a foot. foot on the foot. Oh, Russell, that's sick. Ironical. <laughs> Double foot. <laughs> what would a foot uh, tattoo from the top even look like? Well, you couldn't do it. Look at the top of my foot. Print. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know what I have to do to look at the top of my foot? Take, Take your sock off. off my socks. Oh, oh, that felt so good. Better call, oh. call on your family members to do that for you in a non-creepy oh. way. Uh, oh, my God. My feet are fucked up. Okay, I, I can see what a foot tattoo would look like. It's not good. 
Okay. It looks really bad. It looks like I actually have some pretty bad medical things going on. Uh, all right. I am here with four guys who are ready to talk about pulp. Okay. And we're not going to let Aaron talk about what kind of orange juice he likes. I heard him try to say it earlier, but I'm not going to allow it. Okay. I will stop any I'm, of the it. conversation. No orange juice jokes. Not doing it. Is it no pulp though, Aaron? Do you like no pulp? Well, everyone prefers no pulp, but I'll still drink a pulp if it's available. You're right. That's totally right. Russell, are you a no pulp guy? Um, I, I don't know that I, I don't really get ever done. make. I just want you to picture this. You get done with a glass of orange juice. There's a bunch of shit in the bottom. Oh, gross. How do you feel about that? Is that good or bad? I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> okay. I, that's that's the that's thing it. is you, I eat the pulp first and then, and then no. it's already gone and then I've done it. No, I'm, taking, no, I'm kind of it's, like it's like your salad. Deal, right? you, yeah, you it's, to, it's a callback. All right. Listen, I got three guys here uh, who want to talk about pulp. Okay, and we all, God, I mean, how many times have we heard this album growing up? Came out in 1995. We definitely know it really well. It's right in our wheelhouse. I've got Matt in Minneapolis back from a road trip. Matt, how are you doing? Doing good, Rob. Thanks for having me. I uh, I want to see you standing in your underwear. Oh, let's talk about <laughs> back for the first time. Wow. <laughs> the amount, I'm trying to think how often I'm just standing in my underwear. I don't think so. A lot. You think I so? Mean, it's like pretty, pretty I mean, you stand up, this. you have to let the dog out, or one of your daughters, or <laughs> something I, needs. To, I mean, you're you're you rarely have pants. Can on. I admit something that I did this week that I haven't done in a long time? It really was embarrassing to me. Let's hear it. No clean underwear, none. So I'm heading into work. I'm like, what do I do? Swimsuit. I'm like, if I just dig deep enough down into the laundry bin, <laughs> I think the pressure has just cleaned it. You know what I mean? Like it feels like that's just going to be clean. <laughs> It worked the first day, and then the second day, I felt like a loser. Oh, no. Okay, the second day I did that, that's when I felt bad. Oh. You know, if, if you could have gotten through day two, you could have gotten to day three, and it could have just become a normal way of life, right? Oh, my <laughs> God, yeah, three days make a habit. That's, that's what I was right there. That's, Rob, wow. when was the last time you bought new underwear? I buy, well, because of this guy over here, I buy new underwear almost <laughs> literally every two months. I'm buying packs and packs of underwear. I buy like treats for the dog and then underwear for the dog. And they're the same thing to him. Oh. <laughs> Especially when I'm wearing them like two days in a row. And then he's all about that. Yeah. I don't know. Jane's just been so busy though. It's just so <laughs> laundry hasn't gotten done. I've got uh, Russell in Minneapolis. Russell, how are you doing? I'm good guys. I'm kind of like a, some small animal that only comes out at night. And I see flashes of the shape of Rob's breasts and the curve of his belly. And they make me want to sit down and catch my breath. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. I was glad to see that this album wasn't super horny. Uh, <laughs> I've got Aaron out in California. Aaron, now, Aaron was asking me the other day, how do you find the weight? When you go to the grocery store, you know, you can weigh out vegetables sometimes and, and buy them by the pound. And he was trying to buy some peppers. And I said, well, what kind of peppers? You know, the green peppers. Aaron, what's your kind of pepper? What's your favorite kind of pepper? You're going to go out and buy a pepper right now. What are you buying? Red, like a red one. Would you like it like uh, like a chili pepper? Uh, yeah, depending on what I'm using for. I yeah. Think, yeah. So that's the thing is Aaron was asking me, how much, how, how would you, uh, how would you find out, you know, how much of this red hot chili pepper you have? And I said, well, just give it away. Give it away now. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you have a lot to live up to after that Stu Pitt one a few weeks ago. <laughs> like People love the Stu Pitt one. There was a lot of People comments on that. Yeah. I just oh, want to say, Rob. I repeated that one to my wife tonight. She did not think it was that funny. <laughs> well, in what context? <laughs> well, hey, why Strange is how Aaron done? Will, what are you, Brad Pitt's cousin? Aaron will take the, <laughs> the brunt of Rob's jokes, but his wife won't. Rob, we were born within an hour of each other. People oh. say we could be sister and brother. Let's talk about Pulp. 
that you guys are so strong to not pick anything about somebody's fly. And I appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> I thought for sure I was going to get the fly bits coming in. You know, let's get right into the voicemail. Us on the back line, 802 The timing was so good, no. Russell. Can I, can I just say this? I got a text. I got, in fact, two texts to the back line. And they were coming from inside Russ's place. <laughs> oh, no. okay, I'm just going to say that right now. Who what knows who it could be? It could be anybody. My downstairs tenant and I bought an espresso machine. He just made me our first homemade espresso martini. Russell, oh, what a man. You what got man, an espresso man. machine? Russell's like, God damn it, this is my rolling one. Russell, you got an espresso <laughs> machine and you're making espresso <laughs> martinis? Was that the first thing you made with the espresso machine? Was it an espresso martini? To be fair, I think the only reason the espresso machine was purchased was for espresso martinis. So that's As the only know, reason. It- Russell doesn't drink coffee in any other fashion, right? Oh, I didn't yeah, even think about absolutely. that. Absolutely. It's, it's got to come with booze in there. I'm out. <laughs> you bought an entire espresso machine to make espresso martinis. No, no, no. Hold on. Let's just say the upstairs <laughs> tenant had a gift card that they had had for a while, and they had a big purchase they could use with this gift card. And they decided, you know, something that we have enjoyed doing when we go out is having an espresso martini. And this person does drink coffee. They drink espresso and that stuff. So she got a new espresso machine, and... The only thing we did with it so far is make espresso martinis. Wow. But you know what? I, I can't quite get the foam right. I've been reading on all these ways. How do you get the foam kind of that froth at the top in the espresso martini? It's not easy to do. Can I can I just say this, Russell? First of all, I just want to say, I think getting her a gift card, great gift. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> idea because then she could buy her own gift. I think that's great. Good was job. Not for me. Was not let's, for me. Let's listen to the second text. Does anyone know how long it takes to shake an espresso martini to get froth? <laughs> Okay, so it's nice to see. It's nice to see that they're that the house is together. That's why Rob was smiling. He's like, yes, yes froth, yeah, yes. the froth. So <laughs> now, go. Russell, my advice, and here's my advice, and, and I, you know, I'm just a science teacher. What do I know? Yeah. But I would say if you don't have enough froth, the amount you should shake it is more. Just do more <laughs> until you have some froth. What? What? Yeah, I mean, but what is this? But Rob, how how long? Like. You know, I mean, some of us aren't the most uh, well-conditioned athletes, and some of us can't mm. shake it for more than, say, a minute without, like, needing a break, right? <laughs> I mean, how long can you guys shake it I'm for? not, don't, don't, I'm, you think I'm going to make a joke about using the shaker? You, oh, I'm going to use the shaker <laughs> for shake a minute, and I'm going to be really good, and then you have to do it with your left hand if you're doing it in front of people so they I've don't think you're so good. i got this big gray shaker, gets cold when I shake it too much, I can't hold it. I Rosie, are we, are we, uh, are we listening to... Uh, voicemails that we got last night from our good friend Russell. Is oh that what we're doing? I, had a, going I had a live call from our good oh, friend. Oh, you had a live call. I, gotta, I spoke to him. Yeah. And so after I spoke to Russell, we discussed the espresso martini and I looked it up. I, the New York Times cooking app just wrote about espresso martinis. They say, so I don't know, Russell, if you tried this or not. They say, fill your shaker two thirds full and only shake it for 30 seconds. That's all they say. I, I don't know. That's it. That's, I looked it up for you, though, <laughs> after we chatted. I appreciate it. Now, listen, Russell, I actually I actually was, uh, I got getting this voicemail. I got some videos that I thought would help. So I looked up espresso martinis, and there's some people who did some, you know, uh, like how-to videos on YouTube. So let's, let's watch those real quick here. Let's check it out. Oh, great. Okay. Replace the grapefruit from your mouth. You're going to twist mm. up and down on his shaft and suck the head at the same time. <laughs> 
Now, wait a minute. Now, ladies, remember, grapefruit is also... Okay, so I don't... I guess I don't understand how that would be making espresso teenies. You know, know, here's the good thing about this, though. What's that? Is when Manny listens, Manny from... I don't know when you should say where Manny's from, but Manny from the east side, when he yeah. listens, you know, we're not talking about you getting jerked off anymore. Oh, so yeah, he will right. be happy that we're talking about You know this, what? Right? That's such BS. So I just want to tell right. everybody, where I'm on a text chain where we, every time, now listen, this is a normal thing. Every time we go by the bathroom where that Senator Larry Craig right? was caught getting a hand job in the airport, we take a picture and send it to each other. Okay. And yep. of course that leads to lots of questions. About toe tapping and everything. And it's toe tapping. And I got to say, like, only guys would go into a public restroom and be like, this is pretty perverted. Time to do some <laughs> perverted stuff in here. You know what I mean? Like, only guys, nobody else would go there and be like, oh, I wonder if I can get a hand job in one of these stalls. That's exactly what I want to do right now. <laughs> but that did lead me to think, like, how did that work? You tap the toes. And then I picture you kind of squat down and try to put it, like, under the stalls, you know? But I don't think that's how it would go. It seems like you're going to need to join each other in the stall. It just feels yeah, like that's... I think there's going to be a meeting in the stall. Gross! Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I think, I think listen. it's going to have to be that personal. It could be the most beautiful, attractive mind. Oh, check your biases. Okay? And I, if that person got into... Kid, walk it behind me. If that person got into... <laughs> It's staying by you. Still Rob, there. Rob, she's still, Rob, hey, she's still, still there. Still she's still there. You know what? She just turned 12. She can hear this. If a person like that got in a stall with me at a public bathroom, I would say that's bad. I don't care how attractive they are. On the other hand, would you sleep better on the plane? Yes, absolutely. Okay, you'd sleep like a baby. My favorite question of yours in the text chain, Russell, was who leaves first? You know what I mean? Like you're in the two stalls across from each other and then it's like... The jerker or the jerky who leaves first? I, I think I think the jerky has has to leave first, <laughs> right? Hey, Rob, what's great is you can, you can say sh- jerky in front of your daughter, and like she doesn't really know what you're talking about. Well, we, if you think we don't listen to those jerky boys, cassette tapes? Hey, sizzle chest. <laughs> hey, fucking come paint your house or whatever they was. You know, it was always they're like, hey, I'm coming to paint your house. They'd be like, I didn't order a paint. Hey, fuck you, jerky. <laughs> And we were like, this is the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Russell, can I just say this? I did. I'm sorry. I, I realized now I clicked the wrong video. I found another video to help you make espresso martinis. Oh, let's hear it. Okay. And yeah. this is not because we just have a single record tonight that I had more time to set stuff up. Yeah, fuck yeah. Hot mm. sauce on feet. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Wait, oh, I'm yeah. You had you had yeah, more time, so you set up the same <laughs> joke you've done. Right, you know what's bad? This is the first time where he's he's ripped this from YouTube. Normally, we have to watch the YouTube video. He now has this. That's true. It is improvement. I no, I, I appreciate that. What that am I doing true. now? Control V, paste in there. It's right on the main page now. So if I want to combine this, this is my sneaky beat of the week. I can combine it with anything. This show is very, very stupid. And speaking of the main page, let's get into rolling. Go win. Right there. I got to be able to figure out this page. Russell, I'm excited to hear your espresso martini journey. I think we've all gone through phases where we're making drinks at home, like a lot, right? I know I did that in Vermont. I was making like, I was making those drinks that were like layered. And then I would just make it. I'd be like, 
well, time to drink it. Like, what do I do? I, I think you guys will get a kick out of this. My plan is to come up with about eight signature Russ cocktails and then have my own little leather bound menu, like my own little drink oh. menu. Mm, How cool yes. would that, that was going? Yeah, I like that. We talk about the other leather bound stuff. Yeah. I was going to say <laughs> that out too. I was going to say Russell emailed me two keys. <laughs> oh, I feel, you know what? Again, this is a thing where I'm very online. Two keys? Yeah, don't look up why people are emailing women two keys. Okay, do not do that. Okay, it's for a cock cage, and you're supposed to have one and then keep one. But the real sickness send both to the woman. What? Okay, I listen. TikTok. If the Becca did a better TikTok is off the rails right now. Totally <laughs> over email. This is like no, a. Okay, no, I don't once again. Cock cage. Oh no! Quick. How did this happen? Okay, just real quick. Chastity device on Amazon. It's under health and household, guys. We can get a chastity device on Amazon. Look at this. Looks like RoboCop on your penis. It's oh my god! Now I got to say this, Russell. Which one of these are you getting? Okay, we have this chastity oh. device. It's all black, or this one, which is pink. I'm not so sure about the pink one. Why do they make the chastity devices so big? <laughs> why are they so big it's it does make me feel better actually when you look at a chassis device on amazon by the way look it up not at work they are they make me feel better because they are very small like it, it does make me feel more normal did i tell you guys i got a drug test after this meat i had how'd it go better pass? than last time when i pissed all over i think i don't know i haven't heard <laughs> but Last time I got a hamstring cramp in the middle of it. I was like, oh, the guy's like, ah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this one, I'm peeing into this cup. And so I have to take it out. It's been, it's been beneath spandex. I've just squatted. I'm now wearing a pair of pants over the spandex and boxers. So I've got like three compressive things. Oh, no. And it's been pressing on this for. And you're, and the, you're wearing three day old underwear, like right? Balls too, right? Like you just, like you unleash that thing and it's got to be like noxious fumes. Oh, no. Who knows? Like, if I do a 45-minute Peloton ride and walk upstairs in my spandex, like, I feel like I can't be in the house with myself. How do you... Then you have to whip it out and show it to some guy Oh, who you have to pee into a cup. And do you know the size of this thing? It was pretty, like... Pretty small uh, at that point. It was like, it looked like a bird's nest. I was, like, <laughs> digging around. I was like, I, I don't know where it is. Like, I was like, I think it's here. It's all kind of like... <laughs> You know what it looked like? It looked like that monster that Boba Fett fell into, you know, in Star Wars, where it's like, it's all brown and like in, and it's like, okay. do, do you have you to guys, make a comment? What do you guys comment? do? Do you watch any movies? But do you, do you, do you have to make reservation a dogs and reading <laughs> The Peregrine by J.A. Baker? I have not started rolling going yet officially. Please don't do that. <laughs> how, how, is, how is Reservation Dogs? No. Is it good? Yes, it's so good. I'm rewatching it. I watched all the okay. way up to the third season, haven't finished it yet. And then Anna decided she wanted to watch. So I started over at season one. Highly recommend it. Gotcha. Okay, so my I just realized my kid walked by and I had not taken down the Amazon page. Going to do that right now before I forget. Uh, Russell, what were you going to say before I cut you I, off? I was going to ask you, when you're going through this process, Rob, do you make small talk with them? Do, like, do you make a comment? You're like, oh, it's normally not this small. Like, are you making jokes or is it just silence or what's going on in the room? Is there a joke that the guy who has to watch you take a piss hasn't heard? You know what I mean? What? You'd be like, oh, this is where all the dicks hang out or whatever. Like, what, what would you say? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... I don't know. Like, oh, asking. are you part of the iCup committee? Because I see you, I see you, you see me pee. I see you pee. Okay, never mind. I don't know. I, I mean, honestly, funny. though, think this is a real, like, this is a you want me on that wall, you need me on that wall situation. Yeah. This man is not getting rich off of watching you pee, but he's there for the purity and sanctity of sport and to make sure that you can enjoy your meat. Like, can I, 
Can I tell you something though? Yeah. I had this guy last time and you know how I knew it was the same guy that I almost peed on when I got the cramp. <laughs> was he the guy that sat next to you on the airplane after he jerked you off of the no. in the Minneapolis <laughs> airport bathroom? Yeah, he had <laughs> he was wearing he was wearing uh flip flops. That's why I mean, can you imagine toe tapping somebody wearing flip flops in the airport? Yuck. Here's the thing. He was German, so I knew that it was the same guy. Yeah. And the second time I had the same German guy, I was like, you know, there's only kind of one thing I know about guys in Germany. They love this piss stuff. You know what I mean? Like that's oh. their favorite kind of erotic stuff. And so I was like, I, he might be a sicko. Does that All guy right? go home and like talk to his spouse about his day at work? Like what? Like, oh. Oh, right. Is that like, eight hours oh. a day every day? Who had the least control over their pee and who had the, oh. yeah, the smelliest oh. dick? There's, there's so many noxious fumes coming up at me. Cause he just stands right. in the bathroom. Like he's just in the bathroom oh. watching you pee and he has to watch. He can't like, you can't turn his back on him. He's watching you do it. Okay. And I was humiliated, humiliated by the size of mine. It's awful. Rosie rolling going, speaking of sickos, Rosie, how's it going? Oh, and then he was um, like, Hey, here's, do you need your second key? And I was like, no, I, this one key should work. I don't know why it's not coming off. It's going, it's going great. Actually. Life's good. Uh, I took a nap. this actually my son came home from school today and we had, uh, he, he's got this little player called a Yoto that has these cards that go in there and like reads him stories. So he got some new Yoto cards in the mail and we got some sort of Christmas catalog in the mail. This still like the Christmas catalog was an hour and a half of, he just went straight to his room by himself, put a story on his Yoto, looked at his Christmas catalog and I took a nap on the floor. It was incredible. I've, I've not, like, usually the Friday afternoon experience is total yeah. whirlwind. He's like, let's play tag. Let's ride a bike. Let's play soccer. Let's play hide and seek. And today it was total chill time. It was amazing. Now, Aaron, do you understand why I, as a parent, let my kids watch as many videos as humanly possible? <laughs> yes, and I didn't care yes, at all. Because doesn't yes. it feel good? You know deep down you're a shitty parent, but you're like, I don't care. I'm I doing whatever I want. They seem great. to be perfectly happy. It's great. He's still got his movie night later. He's been watching Tom and Jerry, which is amazing. I, they're they're making new Toms and Jerry's, uh, but he, he you know he, he got his good hour of movies after that. But uh, it was incredible today. I bet the new Tom and Jerry is pretty woke. You know what I mean? Like I bet they're going around trying to solve problems. I couldn't think of anything woke in time. They're worried about equality. Yeah, I bet you got to ask what their pronouns are before you start hitting them with a hammer. <laughs> this is my yeah. right-wing comedian persona, persona that's going to make me one bazillion dollars. I cannot wait to get rich with this guy. I realize that I've not, I've not really given any food updates lately, and I don't really have any good ones except that I did. I, I would like to, actually, I would like to point out last week it was all about stone fruit. So I just want to. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, yeah. it was, it, man, and it's rough. Like this, when stone fruit season's over, sorry, I've been guys. trying out the pears. I'm sorry. And I had a really good pair from Berkeley, but then Oakland, the pairs haven't been as good. So I'll, I'll let you know next mm. week. Um, but I did, um, by mistake, I bought the no stir peanut butter. And you guys, this is this stuff is exquisite. It, but unfortunately, it has palm oil in it. So it's a guilty pleasure. But I have been enjoying the no stir peanut butter. Dirty, it's like so dirty, rich and cool. Dirty bastard, dude. That was what the fuck? I'm fucking sick of this what shit. <laughs> Aaron, everyone else knows the Noster peanut butter is better. Everyone, literally everyone knows that. Okay. Fair. People get the stir peanut butter. Way I actually better. don't know why. It must be like people think it's better. It's nobody thinks it's better. Okay. Skippy. I don't even think there's peanuts in it. It's just sugar. <laughs> Give it to me. Let's go. Super sticky. Put it in. Matt, 
you got any stir up peanut butter at home? It's, I feel like it's 50 50. You'd have that at home. I don't know. I think no, mostly it's just Skippy. I yes. Think. Thank you. Okay. Uh-huh. I like that Aaron. Chunky peanut butter. Maybe it. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was, I, I didn't know. I guess if Russell has stir up peanut butter at home, I'll there's I literally will quit. I'll just quit everything. I'll quit. Life. Rob, I'll I literally never knew stir peanut butter even existed until Aaron brought it up a right. year ago or so. I, I didn't even that, know yeah. it was a thing. It's, but organic, we'll it's organic peanut butter because the oil separates. But I forgot. Actually, I had a whole bunch of other stuff I was going to bring up instead, but I forgot. I actually have an important question to ask you guys. Okay. Uh-oh. I need your help with this. And maybe our listeners, listeners could weigh in too, because I've got until November 4th. On oh. November 4th is <laughs> the vote school. For Trump. Oh, the yeah. school benefit night. And this year, the theme is MTV and people go at like people dress up um, to go to this to, to this benefit. Why? I know, man. I know. <laughs> Matt is I know. So mad right? like, this is Matt's worst nightmare, right? Yes. Yes. You're yeah. I'll answer. You. Yes. You're allowed to skip it. Just give the money. Yeah. Don't go. <laughs> let everybody else. Yeah. yeah. You can just. Okay. Give this is a fun night. I enjoy going. Yeah. But uh, here's the thing. I don't like to wear wigs. Right. So I've narrowed it down to two <laughs> options. <laughs> <laughs> two options because I got to choose like someone to bald. Wigs. I don't like to wear wigs, so I got to choose someone bald for my costume. So I've narrowed it down to two options, and they are Michael Stipe from REM or Pitbull. What do we think? What do you oh, guys? It's gonna be Pitbull. Pitbull. <laughs> it's gonna be Pitbull. Pitbull. And is that okay yeah, for Billy, me? You can go. You can go, Billy Cor. You might do a good oh, Billy, Billy Corgan. Corgan. I didn't think about Billy Corgan. Oh. No, Aaron, say Dom. That's what I'm concerned about. Is that like? Am I? Uh, can I say Domale? Yeah, you're Pitbull. When you dress okay. up as Pitbull, you have to say Domile. Guys, Aaron would be a perfect Pitbull. You would be a perfect Pitbull. I think that's what I'm leaning. All black suit, Aaron. Oh, my God. Sunglasses. It'd be easy to pull off. You look good. You, you can, can you grow a little cheesy mustache and a little... Mm, that's, that, that part, that's the only questionable part, but I can try. Oh, yeah. I, I you get it. You get a sign that says, "Oh, get a business card that says Mr. Worldwide," and hand that out. Oh, there we God, go. That, I like that. That would be just so carry, okay. carry around a bottle of Fireball with you. I can do that too. <gasps> fireball. You know what? Fireball. I have that on the freaking. I've got that on the. Uh, look at that right here. I've got oh, it yeah. on the soundboard. All right, well then it's settled. That's actually I was leaning that way, but I wanted I wanted to check myself before I wreck myself. Thank you guys. I do worldwide. So this are there going to be kids at this? Because I don't think no, they're going to know. Who no, this is only for the grownups. So okay. what is what is Rosie's wife at gmail.com going? Yeah, uh, she's going as Prince. She is. And now, okay. can yeah. I give some suggestions for a costume? I, I've got a couple <laughs> suggestions. You know what? Here's the thing. Yeah, I'm, cha- I'm changing it. I'm changing it. She's going as Prince. Okay. You got to go as Sinead O'Connor. Oh, oh. oh wow. That's no, actually amazing, Matt. Oh, yeah. my oh, God. That's really, that's incredible to think about. That would be so good. If you're ripping up picture after picture of the Pope just at this party, <laughs> that's my only be like, man, that guy is so good. Uh, who are you? <laughs> Obviously. Whoa. Oh. And you forget that she was singing War by Bob Marley for that. Is there actually a super good performance as well? Aaron, uh, so Aaron that ex- sounds like a fucking nightmare going to a party at my yes, school dressed up like somebody. Does. I was going to ask you. Aaron, what what was the experience you had with the wig that turned you off to wigs? Oh, uh, they're hot and itchy, man. Like I, I'm bald, so I got to choose bald. So I've I've done. Uh, let's see. I think the one costume I did. Oh, I know what it was. We tried to do uh, Johnny Cash and June Carter Cash. So I wore a wig, mm-hmm. but um, 
But Anna told me that the wig looked like Liza Minnelli. So I really don't think. And then like, and we were supposed to meet Johnny Cash and June Carter Cash. And people were like, oh, are you Donnie Marie Osmond? And it was like, oh. Why? no, we're not going to go to Halloween dressed as siblings when we're together. Like, no. So yeah. I've got some I've got some Bing searches I want to show you. later. That might, <laughs> I tell you that that's actually a pretty popular thing right now. But now wigs are terrible. They're so itchy. I was hoping you were going to say that your wife is going to go as Kurt Loder. <laughs> Dan Cortez, <laughs> Daisy Fuentes, Eric Knees came up from the like all all the dads joke like oh you should go as Eric Knees and just walk around with your abs out. <laughs> well, like if you're Pitbull Aaron, people will know who that is. If you're if you're the dude from REM or whatever, I I, I don't see how it anyone would put fly, two and right. two together, right? Well, you yeah, know where you're, you're right. you, you know where you have the to corner. stay the whole. Oh. And just God damn that's me in the corner. <laughs> I just need, then I need a spotlight. Right. Maybe I could go night swimming. All right, that's enough about oh, me. How's it rolling going with Russell? What a great song. Or did Russell, was that Russell's rolling going already? No, no, no that I, was I've, got, I've got some good stuff. So, <laughs> oh, no, no, contraire, oh, no. mo frere. Remember a, a few weeks ago, I told you I was going to the Gale Mansion. I, I don't oh, know if you guys yes. had ever been to the Gale Mansion, Aaron. I think you said you'd been there. I've well, never been there. I've you, never been there. Yeah, I've Rob, never been there one been time. There or not? Yeah, just once. I Boy, I tried to get in there one time, but I was roundly rejected. <laughs> Somebody was shooing you away. Yeah, I can't remember what happened there. So I went to the place where Eric got married, the, the Haunted Tavern, and what they did was they... They had a four-course cocktail menu, and then during each course, they had someone come up on stage and tell, like, a scary story while they were serving you the cocktails. They had, like, strobe lights going and everything. They did it. They did a really nice job with it, but I thought I could share some of the haunted cocktails that I had with you guys. Oh, yeah. You can see what you thought. Oh, yeah. I would love to hear it. On the podcast, I've got The first drink we were served was called a poisoned apple teeny. Ooh. What was the poison part? A vodka-based concoction with... Notes of fresh lemon, aromatic apple, and an injection of non-lethal poison. That sounds good to me. But do we know was the poison an actual ingredient, or was this one of those cute? Like, there was there was a syringe. There. there was a syringe in the okay. drink, and okay. then you had to you had to like press the vodka into the drink. Oh, wow. I like it. That's cool. Okay, you want I'm me to play the that. whole? You want me to play the this part, Russell? When you do a drink, aren't you doing like so, four yeah. drinks? Next drink was a lethal lemonade. Lethal lemonade. Okay. That sounds Fresh good. squeezed lemons, cucumber, infused vodka, muddled mint, and blackberry garnish. Ooh, a mint lemonade. That's, there's, you never go wrong with that. I like this. I think this is high energy. I like this. I will say this was at the point where my, my haunted tavern goer explained to me that they don't like sweet drinks and they weren't enjoying the cocktails as much as they were hoping. Mm. Boy, that sounds so familiar. That just sounds so familiar. I will say, I think any drink, though, made with lemon, I do not like a lemon drink. Like, when I see lemon is mixed into a drink, I'm I'm thinking that I got to get out of there, especially a lemonade. I think, you know what it is? It might have been that time I did a case day, but it was with Schmirnoff Ices. Ugh. I think that I might have messed me up permanently. From that, it was Mike's um, Hard Lemonades. I thought that? it might have been because of that Ugh. grapefruit trick you were working on from the video. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought it was about espresso martinis. <laughs> The next drink on the list was called a killer coconut. A coconut right. rum-based cocktail infused with fresh fruit. Oh, yeah. Notes okay. of pineapple. Orange. Notes. Yeah. So, wait a minute. Why, why is fresh fruit? Why is notes of pineapple? Why does that not include fresh fruit? Doesn't that seem like it's still a fruit? Maybe it wasn't fresh. Maybe it was canned. Same maybe with the orange. The, maybe it was pineapple bitters. Why? Pineapple bitters. Pure. And banana. Deep cut. Charcoal. 
an orange garnish. So this was the smoking Wait. drink. This is the drink what? that's got oh, the dry ice in it where and it's smoking. What do you guys think of your diarrhea too or whatever? What do you guys think of smoking drinks? Are you ever worried about drinking those things or not? I I've love never it. had a smoking drink. I love it. I think the smoking drink is the equivalent to the fajita where you get it and everybody looks at you. Oh, and it might fajita. surprise you that I love that. If I'm the guy at the restaurant everybody's looking at, it, I'm like, yeah, big baller. Baller. <laughs> and then you try to eat it and you're like, why is there so much onions and only a little bit of steak? Like, why yeah. did they give me a whole plate of onions and two strips of steak? I drank the dry ice. It's burning my insides. And everybody's <laughs> laughing because smoke's coming out of your mouth. You're like, no, I'm dying. I can feel it. And this is only the third cocktail, and we get four, please. <laughs> the fourth drink they served us was called the Haunted Tavern Martini. Ooh. It was their signature cocktail. It was a deadly, delicious secret recipe combining chocolate huh? and peanuts. Yes. Okay. It was Sounds almost like, like my time at the airport. It was like a kind of like a Reese's style martini, if you will. Delicious. Oh, wow. So, what was the spirit? Was it vodka? I guess vodka, if you're trying to. I think it might have been vodka. I bet your date loved that drink. That sounds like it's right up her alley. <laughs> you know what? It was actually really good, but it came in a really small glass. You can't bring out four regularly sized cocktails and then bring out the last one as like a shot, right? No. I think the shot has to be first, right? I think yeah, so. start with yeah, the for one. sure. And plus their signature drink is a shot. Come on. The last you, thing I was gonna... When's the last time you guys ordered shots, by the way? Well, I'll tell you, last night was the was the last time I ordered a carafe of Big Gingers, and it will be the last time again for a while. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> That's so weird that that coincides with some voicemails we've been getting from you, Russell. <laughs> you, Russell, can you do me a favor? Next time you have a night like this, can you call the Beck line instead of calling our individual voicemails where it's so hard to turn them into MP3s? <laughs> well, just call I the Beck line. Well, I hear it, Russell. Call Instead of calling me, call the Beck line. I get the message right away on my phone. I want to see I, it. I will just say to this to all our listeners out there, if you did get a call from me last night you're in tier one if you did not oh oh wow I'm, that's a joke I'm <laughs> i did not get a call from you last night <laughs> rob i did call Son you of, oh. you went right right to voicemail i don't know if you have some setting that sends it right to voicemail but i i think you were one of the first ones that i didn't want to leave voicemail i, I had a few more drinks that i I'm not checking a voicemail. What, what time? What time? Well, it must have been call? midnight. It must have been after midnight for you. Oh, yeah. I got nine o'clock. Mine time. was around 1140, yeah. I think. To, I be, to be fair, I these was asleep calls, last night at 930. These calls did span uh, approximately a two hour period because some people actually picked up and talked to me last night when I, I was making time. these calls. I was really glad to hear from you. One of those people was Aaron and I shared something with him and I wanted to share with all you guys. I was going to share this for my rolling going, but. I made a trip to the record store yes. a few weeks, uh, a few days ago. Cheapo Records, Matt. Have you been to Cheapo? Cheapo? No, I don't. Well, not in a long, long time. No, I've not been there. It's kind of over by Eat Street off Nicollet. Oh no! You know, west where the of used to west be? of thirty five, I mean, where the Kmart used to be. And, and you can, if you're going so. If you're going north, you can get off on 31st, but if you're going south, you got to get off on 26th or all the no, way down no, to 38th. No, no, it's a new intersection now, so you can get off. Oh, really? south now, yeah. Oh, that's way better. That thing. It's right yeah. by the Quick Star. Yeah. <laughs> so I went, and I think I could, sometimes you go to a record store and you could legit spend hours there, right? Yes. I, you, oh, and I have. Yep. And, and so I went in and, and eventually I kind of realized I was making my record store goer wait there a little bit longer than she probably wanted to be while I'm like thumbing through every single thing there is. But I picked up quite a few records. This was the biggest, most amount of records I've ever purchased a at a record store. So I was going to share them with you guys. Yeah. Oh, wait, 
Do you hear that? It's time to talk about oh God. It's time. Oh yeah. I like how I literally made that so long with the big pause. It's like a jerky boys bit. <laughs> Are we not supposed to laugh at that like the jerky boys or what? Do I keep the jerky boys stuff in now? Yeah, I, I think it's no, go you on. don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Depends on right. what I feel about our listeners, those sickos. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know if these guys have ever done the jerky boy or the jerked boy, but these are the Oak Ridge boys. The album is Room Service. Oh, boy. Wow. What's it called? Room Service? Room Service. The number wow. one song on here for me was their version of Colin Baton Rouge, the famous Garth Brooks. Which I did song. not know they had recorded. It's actually very good. I believe Oak Ridge it. boys. So what? When, when is this? what is this album from? Does it have a copyright date on it? Um, 1978, Matt. So, Colin Baton Rouge is not an original Garth Brooks song. No. I didn't know that. Me neither. I want to hear their version. I mean, everybody knows this song. I want to hear their song. Yeah, let's hear Colin Baton Rouge. All right, give me a second. Nobody wants to hear Elvira. Can I just say when I... Excuse me? Nobody wants to hear Elvira? (laughs) Can I just say that when I searched Elvira, I got all those Elvira Mistress of the Nights? Bookmarked it, that search. Coming back to that later after the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love this song, though. Wow. 1978, way before Garth. Wow. Well, who's the original singer? I want to. Yeah. yeah I, well, you know who wrote it? Chris Gaines. Louisiana! <laughs> Chris Gaines. <laughs> hey, Rob. Chris Gaines is kind of like you. He's just playing a character. It's true. And he's like, he's like, it's Chris Gaines that has herpes, not Garth Brooks. Anytime it comes up that he has herpes, he's like, no, that's Chris Gaines. That's not me. Does Garth Brooks have herpes? No. Aaron, don't say that. That's slander. Unless you write it down in a letter and send it to him. Then it's lying. Russell, I, I got to admit, listening to the Oak Ridge Boys version of this, you kind of realize how good Garth Brooks is, right? He's got like, a little more tempo, a little more speed with it, right? He is yeah. he is incredibly a good singer. I don't know Plus if it's just recorded. We're spoiled by that live what, version but. too, right? Like, we're, like we we got totally spoiled on the because we, we got to listen to the Garth Brooks, what was it, the greatest hits or whatever, and then there was mm-hmm. a live one that was on all the time. Yep. That's all we ever heard. Next album I picked up was, we've talked about this band once before on the podcast or this group, this duo. The album is called Too Hot by Peaches and Herb. Peaches oh, and yeah. Herb. Peach some- is, a, a, is a stone fruit, I believe, Aaron. You are correct. And this song here is Shake Your Groove Thing, the second song on side one. Pretty oh, good song, right? This song oh. is so fucking good. I picked this one up for $3.60. Oh, you got to grab it. Russell, can and so you stand the, up and like, take what's your the formula for an album from that time? Is it like mostly dance tunes and then slow it down for like track five? I'd love that Russell was dancing and then he did his guitar solo bit and got off the stage right just like at the wedding I was at with him. It's a great song. Strut that stuff. God, I would love Russell. to be at a wedding with Russell. Man, this is such a good song, Russell. I, by this far into the song, I'd be sweating so much, Aaron. I'd be off that dance floor so fast. <laughs> I'd love to see it. I noticed that when I asked Russell to shake his groove thing, the first thing he did is got out some keys and he started to unlock his cape <laughs> that it has around his penis. <laughs> so that was weird. The next album I picked on, up. That's the bit tonight. Uh, was I don't have the price on this one. I must have taken it off or something. The next one is the Bob Bob Seeger, the Silver Bullet Band. Oh, the album is wow. Night Moves. 
Oh my Working God. I love this song. What a great song. What a great, what song. A great song. Well, I've never seen it before. Hey, you know what? One of our listers made fun of us for saying banger to him. We don't use it enough anymore. No, yeah, right. this yeah, is a banger. Behind and we shouldn't have. This is okay. a banger. Let's, rem- let's remind ourselves of the lyrics that made a 12-year-old Rob horny when he heard it for the first time. She was a black-haired beauty right with here. big dark eyes. No, not that part. And right here. All her own, sudden way up high. I mean, that still kind of gets me when he's talking about <laughs> the points of her own he's sudden way up high. Way up high. Way up yeah. We have firm and high. We have firm Side A has night boobs. Side B has Main Street. That's pretty. That's a pretty oh, awesome man. album. Huh? The next album we've talked about once God, before, I believe, too. And I believe this would be in honor of Rob's upcoming list in a few weeks of the scariest songs ever. We've got Mike Oldfield, Tubular Bells. Tubular Bells. You... What? <laughs> I got tubular yeah. bells. I, he, you, this, this man said this to me on the phone last night, and I was like, is this a callback to Christmas 2020? Or If I was your upstairs tenant and you were playing this and I walked in, <laughs> I would get my shit and leave. <laughs> At least leave the other key, though, first, right? Oh, no. <laughs> that cock's staying in there, my friend. Hope you don't hear night moves because you're going to get a boner and it's stuck in the cage. <laughs> tubular bells, $3.20. Another great buy. Oh, now, Russell, I know that you have a system. Did you work your system for this one? Um, there was the one I was going to get something that was very perverted, and I put it was like too perverted for me, and I put it back. I can't remember what it was called, but too perverted for Russell. Too I got perverted. you what this is. It well, wasn't tubular bells. The next, bells. The next one I got, I splurged a little bit. I bet I spent six bucks on this one. Wow! It was the album is four by Huey Lewis and the News. Yeah. Now I'll tell you what. You know that I have a thing about Huey Lewis where I had an incident in college where my roommate what? played back in time over and over as I was trying back to sleep. That's all I can is think there, about when I see Huey Lewis. Is there a modern day Huey Lewis? Who's who's because this is wild that this is from what year in the eighties and this is going on the same time as Madonna and Prince and Metallica, right? So like who's our Huey Lewis now? Is it Ed Sheeran? I was going to, that's who I thought okay. at first. <laughs> yeah. No, maybe a little bit of John Mayer, maybe. Okay. You know, he's a little different. I think it might be Pitbull. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm I mean, serious. you might be right. You might it's kind of right. like this whole different thing that nobody else does it. Nobody else does anything close, and it's good. He's just got banger after banger. Right. But I'm convinced, Pit, I'm convinced Pitbull is one of the greatest artists of the 2000s. I actually have a thesis on that that I won't get into now. The next album I picked broadcast. up was $3.20. This is the first time I've owned a double. I've picked, I own two copies of an album now, but it's a oh, wow. different cover. And I may be giving this to a gift to one of you. They had Chantilly Lace from the oh. Big Bopper for $3.20. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I just, I, I only wonder what Hello, you babe. would think of this. Russell, you said you didn't buy anything perverted. This is the most perverted one, right on top of the pile. The best when you put the perverted one on top, Rob, and they've got to think about that where they're ringing up 12 records. This is, this is Russell. This is so good. Oh, baby, you know what I like. Chantilly, Chantilly lace, lace put it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> the next, so this one, someone will be getting this 
for a Christmas gift, it's probably going to be Matt because we know I can't, I don't know how to ship things to Aaron. <laughs> so it's probably going to, it's probably going to show up at your doorstep one day, Matt. Oh, okay. The next one I got, I did kind of run my system. Last time I ran my system, I told you guys I added a, th- a new uh, category where I would get something that I think Aaron would really like, something that Aaron might pick up. We know he's been into, I believe he was into his perverted stuff recently. Were you into the perverted Smokey Robinson? Is that who was the perverted Gasm. artist mm-hmm. recently? Yes, I loved Gasms. So I didn't get Gasms, but I did for $4.20 get Warm Thoughts. Warm Thoughts. Oh, that sounds almost worse. That's pretty good. I mean, Smokey doesn't really hide it, you know? He's one of the greatest. Warm Thoughts has Let Me Be the Clock, Heavy on Pride, Into Each Rain Some Life Must Fall, Wine, Women, and Song, Melody Man, What's in Your Life for Me, I Want to Be Your Love, and Traveling Through. Holy shit, he put a lot of songs on an album. The next album I picked up was a Rob special. Rob has educated us on this band or something. He did some sort of list where we had to listen to like four of their songs. I thought for $2.90, I could listen to them also. It is the Manhattan Transfer. Oh, shit. (laughs) Can I I just tell you what I did, Russell, in YouTube? I typed in Crash Test Dummies, and I was so positive (laughs) that that was going to be the band that comes up. And when you said Manhattan Transfer, my brain almost fell out of my head. (laughs) I didn't know what to do. This was Bodies and Souls from the Manhattan Transfer. First dance at my wedding. I can't, like, I just can't imagine. Right. This... You, you really need to see this video to get what, why we're all shocked. There is nothing lamer in the entire world than the video we this are watching like, right now. This is like not on. This is like off strip Vegas, right? Oh. Like show. Yeah, I don't know. Oh my god, this is crazy. All right. The Russell. next three records I'll give to you guys in three in a row here. I picked up three soundtracks. What? Oh boy. Oh three boy. soundtracks. I think these are three. These might be three of the five greatest soundtracks Hopefully of all time. One's Beaches, Bette Midler. We don't have that one. Did you ever know that? <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. But oh, what yes. I did get, I, I don't know if you guys ever had this tape when you were kids. We had the cassette tape, listened to it all the time. It's the Pretty Woman soundtrack. Yep. Oh, yeah. that one. Got yeah. some Go and West on there. You got David Bowie, Robert Palmer, Peter Cetera, the Chili Peppers. A bunch of great songs on it. The next one we got is I've seen this play live or the musical. It is Footloose. I got the Footloose soundtrack. Wow. What's on there besides Footloose? We got Footloose, Dancing in the Streets, Let's Hear Uh, It for the Boy, Almost Paradise, Holding Out for a Hero. Is it Chris? Who's the pen that's in that movie? Is there a pen? Is it pen? What was that one guy? Pen 15? I was in this (laughs) fan club. (laughs) I'm dumb. And then the last, the last soundtrack Chris that Penn. I Chris Penn was the football player dude who ended up dancing. Yeah, wow. the last soundtrack I picked up. Rob's talked about how he didn't think these two people had natural chemistry, but this lady has chemistry on the album. It's the Bodyguard soundtrack. The Bodyguard oh soundtrack. My God. The whole thing is incredible. Is that, is that on the Every list? Every song is a hit. It was on the list, wasn't it? It's I one of the best-selling so. albums of all time, Russell. This you- was my, the highest-priced album I had. Sixteen ninety, the used version of. Worth the bodyguard. It. Yep. Worth it. Yes. Every one of these songs. I have nothing. This one. Now, guys, run to you. Look at Whitney Houston. Beautiful. A vision. 
an angel, but golden I voice, and wait until you see Kevin Costner. What? <laughs> what? Did you see that? Yeah, that's I better go back. Look at this. What is going on with Kevin he's Costner got, in this picture? He's got a Lloyd Christmas haircut. Yeah, His you know, I gotta take like a picture because I'm gonna post this to the Instagram. <laughs> Nobody will believe what Kevin Costner looks he, like. He kind of looks like Toby from The Office, right? He, or something, this he? is the worst look. He's got ever. this. And don't look at my other on. tabs that I have open when you look at the picture on Instagram. <laughs> you sickos. Okay, those chastity belts are for research purposes. <laughs> This, but I think I think famously, right? He's the one who suggested this song. They were looking for mm -hmm. a hit, and this is a Dolly Parton song. I think yeah. most people know that. If they don't, but he suggested that they add this song. Of all people, Kevin Costner is basically the one who made the movie because of adding the song. So, and it's a huge song. I read a review in the uh, in the newspaper about this movie, and it was by actually it was by Ken Burns, and he goes, "This the hair oh boy. in this movie is fucked." <laughs> he said, "I don't get." <laughs> This hairstyle, this movie. And if you don't know why that's funny, just Google Ken Burns' hair and get ready to laugh. We'll also go to the I, I Will Always Love You video on YouTube and pause the Keep free. Keep playing. Yeah, why are we not going to gonna let this play, man? You got to guess this. You don't think that's me pausing on his haircut is the highlight of the discussion about Whitney Houston on a music podcast? All right, keep it playing. And let me just, Russell, I, I was so intrigued by uh, your call in Baton Rouge. I just, I'm shocked that that's not an original Garth Brooks song. I shouldn't be shocked. I don't think he writes a lot of his stuff. But there's a guy named Dennis Lindy who wrote, uh, in the 1970s, he wrote call in Baton Rouge. He also wrote, listen to this monster of a lineup of songs. And Joe from Woodbury is probably going to like this more than anybody. But he wrote Elvis Presley. He wrote Burning Love. Nice. You know, so the, he, the same guy wrote Colin Baton Rouge. He wrote, um, gosh, I can get to it. Uh, Bubba Shot the Jukebox by Mark Chesson. Oh, that's Bubba a great one. Jukebox last night. I'm sure it's Monday, Mark Chesson. Colin Baton Rouge. John Deere Green by Joe Diffie. Remember that one? Sure. Yeah, I do like that one. Yep. And then he wrote Goodbye Earl by the Chicks. Oh, oh the Dixie Chicks. So he wrote Burning Love by Elvis. And then... Earl, goodbye, Earl. I mean, that's like his spanning his career. Like, call him bad version. So we, we might have to do a list on him someday, Russell. Amazing. Amazing. Last time when I called Great Rob, I, I said, Operator, put me on through, and it just went right to voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want I kind of want to just do lots of, anytime we're talking, we should just do it over I Will Always Love You. Like the whole podcast. Right. Just right. And be just just like Ghostface rapping over a whole track. Russell, I'm sorry I can't get your call. I'm somewhere called Baton Rogie. Baton Rogie? Is that where I am? Baton Rogie? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't... Did you really name a town Baton? <laughs> Baton Rogie. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so it's, it's hard to follow up Whitney Houston, one of the greatest singers of all time. Um, but I also got another um, amazing female artist. The album is Pearl. It's Janis Joplin, Full Tilt Boogie, oh, which yeah. features me and Bobby McGee on side two. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, let's let's, let's, let's just get right to it. I'm going to try to find the change. That's what I really love in this song. Nothing left to lose. Nothing. Oh. Man, maybe. Part of the 27 Club, Russell, isn't she? She is. Yep. And this, Aaron, was a UK press. I don't know if that means it's got different songs on it or what. Probably it's does. Usually yeah. does. Usually yeah. something's different. Yeah. Now, you might say to yourself, boy, 
I wonder if there's a song about uh, Janis Joplin giving somebody a blowjob. And you are in luck because Leonard Cohen has one that's all just what? about that. So if you ever want to listen to that, it's a. You're not going to pull it up. You're just going to say we're in luck and that there is a song. <laughs> it's out there. You're in luck. There's a song two blocks uh, over that way. Chelsea. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, Chelsea Hotel. You're going to have to forgive hey, my friend. Hey, you're going to forgive my friend. <laughs> the record you're looking for is back to that one. I remember you. It's right at the beginning of Chelsea Hotel. In the Chelsea Hotel. It's about Janice Joplin. You were talking so brave and so sweet. Giving me head on the unmade bed. While the limousine. Now, I'm going to say this. He's getting head in an unmade bed. I think that's better than a made bed, right? Like, I think when you do that on a made bed, it's restrictive. You got to throw the pillows off. There's so many pillows. You know what I mean? Like, that was called. Hello? Those aren't pillows. I'm sorry. Listen to the song. I don't know the next one. The next album, we've got three left here. The next album I got. Holy cow, yeah. The next album I got. I thought <laughs> we you said this three albums ago. Yeah. No, we discussed this song once before. Only an hour and three in and the first rolling going. <laughs> the, reason I, the reason I picked this one up is because it's got the song Seduced, which we discussed on uh. the best tuba songs ever. It was the song where Rob was having sex while tuba music was playing, if you remember that. The, the is that album, like episode four? The album was the cheapest one I could find, $2.10. Oh, it's Leon Redbone from Leon Branch Redbone. to Branch. Okay, and there's a tuba. I want to be seduced. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is your sex song, Rob. This is your sex song. <laughs> Look at that face. Such like a good, good rhythm. Yeah. You can get some good motion going. Hey, baby, song. I'm going to write the alphabet with my embouchure. I want to be And that's a good joke, actually. Yeah. Want a woman to take me out to dinner for two. Great sex like song. <laughs> pretty perverted. You put this down on the thing and you're like, pretty perverted. <laughs> Next one I picked Sexy up song. is maybe one of my features, maybe one of my favorite 80s songs ever. We've talked about this once before. It was on the 80s, the 80s Guitar Hero song, but I got Scandal the Warrior. All these videos have right. already been played on my YouTube account. It's so <laughs> Russell, this would have been the first one I bought. If I saw this, this is Whoa. Well, I didn't see the Only because of that video. It takes me right back to like 1988 watching yeah. this video. $8.97, man. Wow. I'll give Worth you nine it. bucks for it. <laughs> this and then the last one. Oh, go ahead. No, this sorry, this is just so good. Let you betray. What the? Your hungry Whoa. eyes. But you're not so civilized. Scandal the warrior. Come out to play. What a video. What the last one I picked up. Hashtag art. No real reason I saved it for the end, but I've listened to this one. This, this. Oh, this may, like this may be the best $4.20 I've ever spent in my yes. life. Nice, buddy. Yes. Nice. Yeah. And there's nothing funny about it. It's just I found it to be a great album. It's Every Picture Tells a Story by Rod Stewart, which features I, oh, Maggie May. Can I just tell you, Russell, I believe that's coming up in like three albums. Oh, it's so oh. good. I think you've nailed it. Now, can I tell you, uh, can I just tell you this song that's on this album? This is, when I moved to New York, I took guitar lessons. 
And the guy was like, okay, we're going to have a recital in June. So I'm like, okay, fuck it. This is my song that I'm going to play. Because I played Every Picture Tells a Story, Don't It. And I sang. And it was like in this church. And I get there. And it's me and a bunch of 12-year-olds. So I'm doing my guitar <laughs> recital. I'm 41 years 177. old. 177. And I am playing oh, with all these young kids. And I'm like sweating and nervous. And I had realized it was like a big thing. So I like wore a Vikings jersey. Like I was just like, I don't know. And my like family came to watch me play. It was literally like what Aaron does for like all the school shit, except it's me. You know what I mean? It was so great. <laughs> like imagine you go to your son's recorder concert and afterwards he's like, hey, let's go get a burger and a beer. Like that's that's what it was like. <laughs> Did you have all the preppy parents that dressed up like they're going to church? Yeah. To come watch the concert, and then you're yeah. up there in the way, yeah. Emphasizing 177, Russell. You're ahead of the. You're ahead of the game. You've already got it. It's a, listen I listened to, the to it the other night. It's a fantastic album. So those are the albums I picked up. I thought you guys would appreciate my record store adventure. Matt, roll it going. Wonderful. How's it going with you? Oh, Russell, that was uh, so good. Good. I, I, I had a little bit of a road trip from uh, Appleton, Wisconsin, to Prescott, Wisconsin Ooh. today, and John from Edina, who's a former Wisconsin. Is that Western resident. Wisconsin or Eastern, or where's that compared to ninety four? It's basically going from East Central Wisconsin to the far western southwestern corner of the state, all on Highway Ten, all Highway Ten. So through cornfields, through valleys, through peaks, through it all. It was a wonderful. How, how- Wonderful thing. How would you find it on the? How would you find it on a map? Um, well, you'd Google Appleton, Wisconsin, or maybe YouTube Maps and play the song. Right? I mean, is that what we're doing now? We're just saying how would we get to it on maps? And by the way, if you're not printing shit out from MapQuest anymore, I don't need you. Okay, I don't trust. I don't trust all this new stuff. There's two observations and then one thought. Maybe maybe I'll go with one thought for it. There, part of it. And again, this is Wisconsin. More of a comment I, I than a question. I ran out of cell service. I ran oh. out of cell service in Wisconsin. And I was listening to Amazon Music to try to try to actually get through this album and listen to some other stuff. But, you know, there's a point where I couldn't listen. And so I was driving in silence for about a half oh. hour. Oh. And it was great. Oh. It was like the first time I've ever done that in a long... Do you guys ever just sit in silence anymore? Because I don't think I do. And I think I should start doing it way more often than I do. It's good for you, yeah. I uh, I don't do it very often, but once in a while I do try to have those moments for like, oh, I'm, I'm waiting for something. I'm not going to look at a screen or do something or, oh, yeah, but it's hard to gross. do. Gross, that's perverted. I, the idea of not constantly, I mean, guys, I told you now, right, that on the weekends, you know how I'm sleeping? With headphones, listening to a podcast. I My brain is so <laughs> fucked. I'm like getting oh information all the time. When I ride with my mom, my mom is a very nervous car rider, right? Like there'll be a car, like a mile ahead. She'll be like, oh. you're like, what the fuck? What happened? It's like, no. <laughs> and so she doesn't listen to anything. It's just silence. It's agony to go through. It is really like, it's like my own personal gom jabar. I'm like driving down. I'm like, oh, how can I take this? It's total silence. I don't want to. Oh, it's just awful. Man, I don't know how you did that. That's crazy. I I don't know, either, but it was great, and, and probably because there was so much scenery to look at. What what is the part of like uh, southwestern Wisconsin, and then into like northeast Iowa part of Illinois? It's something where the glaciers didn't go through. What is that called? Do you know Rosie? Ooh, I don't know. I didn't know. Zone. I don't know. I don't know this geographical feature, zone. but I do know that part of Iowa actually has hills. The driftless area. The Driftless area. Oh. You know, and this, so it's like the top of the Driftless. It, and it's wonderful. I mean, it's like this, it's great, great part of, 
it, it's weird. If you ever never heard of the Driftless Area, you should just look it up and and it's wonderful. It's kind of this cool little... That field. drive is so boring that even the glaciers said, nah, no thanks. We're yeah. going to skip this part. <laughs> Too boring for us. We're glaciers. So we move incredibly slow. Have you heard about how fast we move? Literally, it's a glacier and we're going to pass. <laughs> they named a whole pace after us. I, maybe it's just because I live in, in the city and I've just never been around cows, but have you guys ever seen a cow pee? <laughs> I don't think so. Man, of course, not. A cow of course, pee. I have. I mean, what are we talking about? Have you seen a cow? A cow pee is literally like a hose on <laughs> full bore, and it's just like it is unbelievable. I mean, I, I saw a cow pee, okay. and I had to like look over and say, "What this- the fuck?" And it was like it was the weirdest thing I've never seen a cow. These pee these videos. Okay, I cannot search videos. I'm trying to find a video of a cow pee, and it's. Drinking cow pee in India, cow urine cocktail. No. Drinking cow pee, drinking cow pee. Everybody is no. drinking cow pee. No. Oh my God. It was the weirdest thing. Sorry. That was an observation. No, I've never seen The other one. observation, yeah. mostly like 15 miles. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I miles. <laughs> wow. Oh, why did they zoom in? Why are we watching this? Why are kids screaming in the background? Okay, now do you want to guess? This was posted 10 years ago. 31,000 views. Way more than we get an episode. A hundred times that we get an episode. Guys, I've got a great idea for a podcast. What are the comments? What are the comments? I know this comments are okay, on for so this. this is, it says, how now brown cow? Uh, wow. wow. And then there's two in a row that say Yummy. So there is something going on that we are missing out on. Cows have horns? I'm going to add that to this, the grocery this, list. This is, this is, I don't know. Some sick shit. I'm going to add. I'm going to uh, add on here. Chastity belt. I thought this was the search bar. <laughs> Sorry. How do I Google? How do I delete? <laughs> You can make a bit, a running bit, if you just keep doing it. <laughs> Eventually, they have to submit. Okay? I've kind of, you know what? That joke is kind of your guys' chastity belt. I've got it locked up, and I'll do whatever just I want with us it. On it. Send me both keys to that joke. <laughs> Last observation that I just, it, it just never around it, never see it. I don't think it's in Minnesota, at least the places that I go, but about 15 miles, 15 to 20 miles East of Nielsville, Wisconsin, and about 15 miles west of Nielsville, Wisconsin, on 10. It's all Amish country, oh. right? So there's always Amish. And so you see horse and buggies driving down the road. And it's, and I'm, I'm fascinated by this lifestyle, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's just so weird. Like, could you live in Amish? I could never, ever, ever live an Amish lifestyle and not even try. But... Does it not, does it, am I weird that it sounds fun for like a weekend to like go and like go be Amish for a weekend and just drive a buggy into town to the quick trip and then back yeah. and, you know, like build a barn I mean, or something? I can see for a weekend. Tis a fine yeah. three of macadamia nut cookies, my good English. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm just exactly the same guy, but I'm, a, I'm a Amish. <laughs> I bet Russell, I, you I didn't grow up. Like my you didn't English. grow up around the Amish. Rosie, is there Amish oh. down you by you in Iowa? Like in is it eastern in Iowa, yeah, in the eastern part of the state. So it wasn't like around me that often. But same thing where you'd like you drive somewhere, or you'd go to an Amish store, things like that. When you're over there, but yeah. but not not. I didn't know anyone. You guys think if I grew up in Amish country, I also could have been the starting quarterback on the high oh. school football team? Yes, that yep. would be 100%. Oh, that would be so good. <laughs> 
Man, you also would have been at, at your height and as well as your right, shoot. I can see you over the line better than you that. You would have been starting basketball, oh. too. Yeah. You probably had a killer beard, too, Russell. Yeah. <laughs> get a killer beard. Yeah. Rob, rolling, going. How's it going with you? Uh, I'll tell you what's going on. It's birthday season at my house, unfortunately for me. Okay. Oh, how's that Wife's going? birthday was earlier. Kid's birthday today, same month. Okay. Both at the beginning of the school year. Well, you know, when women live together, they start syncing up. <laughs> Their birthdays oh, do seem to sync up. It's true. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. weird. <laughs> okay. And they get grouchy right before their birthday. Uh, here's the thing. But that joke wasn't funny. I thought that was okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm married, dude. I'm not laughing at that joke. No. I'm trying to stay married. All over right. Here. All right. Here's the deal. I got my wife a gift. I gave it to her. And she said, uh, and I wrote it down. Oh, that was kind of nice. Yeah, it's a win right there. That's a win. You you did it, yeah. guys. Kind of nice when you give her your gift is not a win. What was it? It was well from her, isn't it? I mean, like it's kind of all relative, isn't it? It's better than when she tells you it's kind of small. Well, <laughs> yeah, she didn't send it back. <laughs> the gift I got her was two keys, and Aaron, you'd never you'd never guess what these two keys were for. Uh, no, what I got her was a thing that she can store cookie dough. It was like an ice cube tray, but it just holds cookie oh, dough. This, this sounds like something for you here. <laughs> it does make it easier to identify where exactly that cookie dough is in the freezer. And I can get it. Eat it. Uh, no, but she's baking a lot. So she said, it's kind of nice. And when she said that, my kids looked at me and just went like this. Oh, like they knew it was bad when she said that. And then I also got her. I told you I got her that ice cream maker. Right. Where she ordered it on Amazon and I took it before it came and I wrapped it up and then I gave it to her. It's the perfect scam. I got a thing she ordered and gave it to her as a gift. She loved it. She thought it was great. And then today I had a bit of PTSD because I got the cake for my daughter and I came back and Jenny said, did they give you the uh, birthday candles that come with that? And you guys will never guess what the answer is. No, I did not have the birthday candles. So once again, I have fumbled the bag on the birthday candles. Okay, Half the people in this apartment I have bailed. I have screwed up the birthday candle situation. You know, you know what, though? I got to say this. Like, once you're past the age of like 16, I think birthday candles are out. And the expectation that one would have birthday candles is a little bit, I don't know, too much. I Russell... I would totally agree, okay? I don't think you need birthday <laughs> candles. They're so small. They fall right through the holes in the cart. Nobody knows they where so they are. Why are they so small? Okay, why are they so small? Okay, why yeah. do they fit into this cage that I have? It's time for nobody's <laughs> the show. Let's talk about the album. Oh, yeah. oh is this a music podcast? <laughs> I mean, I've heard about Green Day's Dookie, but Tukey? Okay, so that was a something that was in my head. It sounded good, but it didn't come out that way. Just run that all the way. Pulp. Through. You know what? You think right now we're looking at the clock, one fifteen in, and you're like, oh, this is going to be such a long episode. It's not. We're talking about Pulp. We're going to listen to this album real fast. <laughs> uh, this band is from Sheffield, uh, England, and this is their, their fifth album, and it was uh, different. Uh, no, what this is called, what? Different class, right? This album. Because yeah, in Japan, class. it was released as different people, which I thought was fun. Like they didn't have the right words, so different people. This is another Britpop album. I, I had never heard of this album, but I realized no, I, mean, I had. Wikipedia says common people. It was released in Japan as common people. Okay, so all this is getting edited out, okay? Because I do not like to be corrected <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> do not yeah. correct Like his Matt's chastity belt shows up with three keys and he goes, that son of a bitch. <laughs> I did not expect that. 
Um, but I couldn't tell. Could you pee with that thing? I mean, like, I, so you know what? Stuck can I just tell you right now? You pee with it? I did look actually because I thought about that same thing and I didn't want to bring it up. But now that we talked about the cow, it seems kind of fitting. So chastity device, and then we just go right to Amazon. Pink link is purple. You saw there it. it. Is. But <laughs> if you see, so you see this one. Okay, now they Russell, this one. Open it. Now this one I think slotted. would be dangerous to pee out of because if you noticed. It's got a remote oh, no. control. It has a remote not, control. It's a shocker. It's got a it's, shocker. It's, no. I, no. it's a remote control electric shock, male cock cage chassis. Now, do we really have to say male cock cage ca- chassis device? Isn't that kind of overkill? But it does have a remote where it will shock. I mean, it's a this SR. Is what is it? What You got to do that for your SREO, right, Russell? You got to just <laughs> add it all yeah, in. Yeah, I will get it. We'll get but it. But you can see there is a hole here, but I would not want to be risking that and try to get shocked at the same time. That would be the <laughs> ultimate bummer. <laughs> okay, you're at the airport bathroom at the urinal. Ah! Ah! <laughs> it's worse when I pee. Or- ah! All right, it hurts when I pee. Why? Oh, I, I put an electric cock cage on. <laughs> My wife shocks me when I she knows I go in the bathroom. You'd know you'd have to shock them when they go in the bathroom. That'd be the most fun. That'd be the funniest part. All right, so this is more Britpop. I realized I had heard a song on this album when I was researching Oasis. And this is a band fronted by a guy named Jarvis Cocker, a great, great band front front man name. I love that name, uh, especially for tonight. Perfect. And right. this very uh, fitting. this album with Common People and Disco Two Thousand really helped make them a household name in Britain. And it basically got uh, it, this is the song that got them highest up on the charts. They really only hit in the UK charts, which is why I think we haven't heard of them. It, this album was not anywhere on the list before the revamped version that made our lives. The really? non-ending nightmare wow. that it is now. And what I think with this one is what you have to understand is that I feel with this album, every other song is good. Almost the whole album through. As you go, you you hit bangers. And then the next one, you're like, I don't remember ever listening to this song before in my entire life. But let's get into it. Okay. We have, <laughs> well, Aaron. Aaron, now here's the thing about Aaron and his cock cage. A lot of people don't realize this. He was actually able to get it at a discount because uh, Miss Shapes. Miss Shapes. So he was able to get the. Yes, I get the love. For, yeah, it's just the ones left on the floor. This sounds so much like uh, the Libertines to me. I, everything about this album reminded me of someone who came before or after, and I mean that in a good way. Yeah, I love this song. Yeah, it's pretty dynamic. I mean, when you hear when you put drop the album on this, drop the needle on this album. It's it's a song. It's a tune. It's a kind of sound that grabs you, right? Yeah, this got my attention right away. I never heard this album. It's like this is pretty fun. And, oh, I love it. Now, from here we go on to the song "Pencil Skirt." Okay, if you remember my rule, this is a bit of a dip. But he does say, "I kissed your mother twice." <laughs> and now I'm working on your dad, which I think is very funny. Yeah. This album is wicked funny, really. There's a lot of funny one-liners in here. Like, what does this compare to Lou Reed or something? Or what What would you even compare this I song like to? I like that. That's really good. Yeah. That's the best, best thing I can think of. Sort of dramatic and theatrical. Did I ever tell you about my fan fiction I've been writing about Russell, where I visit Pulp and I deliver them food? Yeah. All right. And Michael Imperioli's eating bacon with yeah. him. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, that I had forgotten. That's a strawberry shake. Common yes. people. This is the lead single. This got all the way up to two on the UK charts. Common people. 
And it, I, I love this sort of dance punk kind of sound. I love this song. And this is going on one of my top song lists. It's great. Rolling Stones, in fact, the readers voted this the best Britpop song ever. I believe that. This is a uh, heavy rotation on uh, The Current. And that's oh, the only reason I know this This whole album was this song. And, you know, that's on The Current you, all the time. You know what makes this song fun, Russell? The tempo What's increases that? the entire song. Oof, you can only go so fast, though. Then you got to run out, right? It's like be shaking that espresso martini. <laughs> you know what, Rob? You were saying the best, best. Uh, I don't know, was it Britpop song that you yep. called it? Or is that what got ranked? I saw a list on BBC Radio where it ranked it the third best Britpop album, or Britpop anthem, I should say, behind these two songs. See what you think of these yep. two. Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. Yeah. I hate that. That's better. Yeah, this this song's better. And yeah, Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis. Okay, I like that one better. All right. Well, if Aaron hates it, we better just take a quick look at this song, I think, and just see. I shouldn't say that because I'm, I'm probably going to find something I like about it now and I'll have to eat my words. Well, you guys know, uh, did you hear about the band that describes the Verve? The Verve pipe? pipe? It's an adverve. Oh, no. What? Rosie, didn't you famously say, Rosie? Didn't you hate you hate all uh, when yeah. violins are in songs? Yeah, I don't like it. I generally don't yeah. like the string music in the. Axl Rose was so mad he jumped into a wedding cake. Yeah, well, that's one exception. There's always an exception. Yeah, you're right, Rosie. This sucks. Uh, but you know what doesn't <laughs> suck is Ben Folds Five covered it in 2004. Common People, and they had a guest singer. Oh. See if you can pick out who this guest singer is. Took her to a supermarket. I don't know why, but I had to start it somewhere. <laughs> what is this? there. <laughs> what is this? William Shatner with Ben Folds oh, I said, pretend you've got no money. 2004. Just nine years after this album came out. Oh, you're so funny. I said, yeah. Well, I can't see anyone else smiling at me. Are you sure? You want to live like common people? You want it's to so good. This is pretty good. You want to sleep now, I will say halfway through, Ben Folds 5 comes in and does sing. And you're kind of like, oh, I, I guess this is better. But I'll also say that's, that's interesting how poetic that sounds because I read a lot about the working class nature of these lyrics mm-hmm. and that Cocker is exploring themes that bands like Oasis and Blur were not. And I missed a lot of it the first time around. Like I didn't get, and some of it's because it's like Brit speak, but I didn't get those references until and then you hear it slow down and you hear how poetically he's thinking yeah well aaron probably thought how do all these people run states i mean i've heard about so many governors on this all right i spy i (laughs) i think that's a repeat i think we've done the governor before what taste somebody's nooks i don't want to taste somebody's nooks (laughs) i spy This is a song where he said, oh, I'm not downtrodden to be cool. I'm just downtrodden. I was like, oh. This kind of belongs on Rob's scary song list. This like reminded me of the Monster Bash. It may even be, you know what, Russell, this year? This might be the number one scary song. We'll see. It kind of has that feel, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I was torn with this one. This was one where normally I would say, I have to turn this off. I can't handle this. But it's kind of intriguing. I kind of enjoyed right. listening to it. It's it's strange and different and unique, and I don't know. It also sounds like a current song. Oh, All right. can I just tell you guys something? October, if I look this year, you guys want to guess what day is Halloween on? 
It's a Tuesday, so my list is going to come out on Halloween. It better be this. If you remember to oh, post. We've had some, yeah, we've had some delays recently. Okay. okay. You know what? There's been some comments. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on. We'll, have to, we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll need to get that John from Edina needs to send that to his annual or his weekly text at about 9 o'clock on Tuesday yeah. morning. Uh, in the Disco 2000. Disco 2000. This is the other big song off his album. This was about him falling for a, a girl named Deborah. And in real life, this is about Deborah Bone. So this is a real Deborah, and she had to like deal with this one of the biggest Britpop songs of all time. We know my thoughts about songs about people though. It's probably about a different person with that name and then it gets repurposed. Yeah. <laughs> or any other Two to three syllable name, depending on how you pronounce it. Yeah, Samantha and I aren't working out anymore, so I might have to move on to Deborah. Samantha. Hey, my name is Deborah. Wouldn't you rather I call you Deborah? <laughs> uh, live bed show. Ooh. This is the the idea of a relationship from the view of a bed. This it's kind of weird, right? It's a funny yeah. gimmick. What would your bed say? We could talk right now. Probably ask why do you have to sleep so so far on the edge? Why are you allowed to sleep closer towards the middle? Why is the biggest person in the bed sleeping way on the edge? <laughs> Russell, so what do you mean you're not allowed to sleep? In the, I mean, let's actually this is theoretical, of course. But what, what would this person theoretically? Why would they not be allowed to sleep? What does that mean? You're not allowed. This is this is striking too close to home. We got to move this okay. along. This, you guys will get more texts if I continue down this path. Aaron, what's your bed saying these days? I mean, I don't have a good I joke I love here. making it's this awkward. Insane. I think it's so fun. <laughs> How about you, Matt? What is your bed saying? Oh, lately, my bed's saying, I miss I miss oh. you. You should be... You're not, he's out. You're, uh, you're ignoring me. Stay longer. Uh, have you ever noticed how the Spanish, you know, they name things feminine and masculine? And bed, of course, comma, is, is feminine. And that makes sense. Sure. Can you imagine if your bed is a masculine, if it was a man? That just... That doesn't seem right. Like, you, it wouldn't be as fun to go to sleep in a bed that was a man. It it has like the hot sauce on feet voice talking while you're while you're banging, Rob. Oh my God, yes, I'm on there. Yes. Oh yeah, I get on the bed. This is what be what my bed is saying. Feet. Shit, Russell, this is a better joke. I'm gonna edit this in. Oh, yeah. You'll never get credit for it. Oh, yeah. This is what my bed is saying to me. That fucking hot sauce. Hey, I noticed there were two wet spots on this bed. Well, oh. one of those wet spots is when I was putting hot sauce on your feet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one of those wet spots is also a hot spot. So, hot spot. That. <laughs> that joke, to understand that totally. joke, you have to have been listening so much. We do not care about new listeners. We do not need you. Goodbye. We have been having the same downloads, and we will forever, and that's fine with us. We don't need anybody new. Something's changed. This is where he does the really weird text setting where he says something about like, don't worry about things that don't matter. <laughs> it's like the one place where he like really tries to squeeze in a phrase. It's almost like when you're writing a song, sometimes you just want to say a word and it's like, I'm going to make this rhyme no matter what. Yes, yeah. he definitely has one of those moments. Like interest and rust maybe. 
Uh, sorted for ease and sorted for ease and whiz. Just to give you an idea of what it was like in the '90s, they were attacked by newspapers for this song being too much about drugs. What? Really? See, this this is my uh, other than common people. This is my favorite song on the whole. Right. I love this song. You know, this is, it reminds me of Vampire Weekend and MGMT and sure. some mixture of it. And both David of them. Bowie, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, throw David Bowie in there. And I think pull. this is about the only song I could stand outside of Common People. <laughs> and so, I don't know. It's the only one I came back to a number of times. Matt, have you heard this before the list? Or did you, do you guys ever remember hearing any of these songs when we were teenagers or no? No. Uh, Common People is about the only one. I don't remember if I heard it when I was, you know, in the 90s kind of a thing. But at some point, you know, it's a, like I said, it's a current regular. So I, that's the only one I knew right away and knew most of the lyrics, I guess, from hearing it all the time. But. Matt, can I just tell you this? You would be an excellent a record executive because that song was released as a double A-side single with Common People. So, Matt, yeah, you could, you could right, get a job picking go. singles. Either that or I am just uh, average, everyday Joe who that's who they're going after. Yeah, so you're right. I could find the commons. I'm, I'm part of the commons. That's, people, pro- that's probably it. Uh, F-E-E-L-I-N-G-C-A-L-L-E-D-L-O-V-E. Interesting. Now, next to this song, I just wrote the word yawn. That's probably not great, right? Rob, I I gave you a... Oh, go ahead, Matt. I was just going to say... We can see these, you know, when like it gets really loud, Rob. So like, what what is that about two thirds of the way through when it's loud and goes soft again? I, for, I mean, I, again, I skipped over. I tried over twice here? to listen to this. I, I listened to, yeah, on this song. Oh, so you got this whole loud, loud, loud and then the rest of the song goes soft. Okay. Well, you know what? Sometimes if you've gone out and maybe you've gone axe throwing, you've had a couple too many drinks, that can happen <laughs> to your song. <laughs> Yeah. So they dropped yeah. out the guitars and he says, Die Universe. You just get him in the bass. Yeah. Starts talking. Kind of sexy, actually. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Rob, you had mentioned that the, the title of the song was all spelled out. There's also a part of the song in the lyrics where they're spelling out the word, right? Mm-hmm. Feeling you called can, love. Yeah, check this out. Yeah. And it kind of made me start thinking, what are the greatest songs ever that have spelled out lyrics? Oh spelled out words in the lyrics. Well, we've been Oh no. I hit the porn music and not the countdown song. Sorry. My bad. We could just go with porn music from now on at the list. We we can't. We need to keep this show clean. Okay? Okay. (laughs) This is our cock lock episode, but after this, no more. Typically, we don't go back and relive songs that we've discussed multiple times, but this one is too good. We have to well, do... To be, to, to, be re, to be fair, Russell, yep. you don't because you are way more prepared than, than yeah. most of us and you're much better doing these. Some of us cheat and reuse right. songs. Well, and some of us make a list and find out there's not a lot there. Yeah. To change on this, the one, this one is so good that we have to do it again. This was from 1967. I've never loved a man the way I love you. It's Respect by Aretha. Yeah, I gotta have it. Were you guys good spellers as kids or not? Hey, the only thing no. I spell as a kid, TCBY. 
give me that shit. <laughs> I remember I would get TCBY and I'd put chocolate chips in it. And I'd be like, God, this tastes like shit. But I'm going to eat every last drop of it. <laughs> no, and it's a problem because, like, Sarah is unbelievably good at spelling, right? And so, like, I'm just, oh, yeah, okay. I fucked that up again. Sorry. So, yeah. yeah. You lerve me? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this homemade card with a gift card taped in. Not great. <laughs> Next. What, did you, what did Jenny say? Mm, that's okay. It's kind, of that's nice. okay. kind of nice. It's kind of nice. Yeah, this card is kind of nice. kind of nice. Now let's light the candles that you brought and start this birthday party. Rob, would, would you take that as a compliment if she said it after you got done with your tuba music action? Oh. If she said, oh, that was kind oh, of nice. Yeah. Oh. Music action. Russell. Russell. Yes. Russell. I wanna if be seduced. My partner <laughs> complimented me on a sex move. <laughs> I would immediately, I would be like you on the phone, I'd be like, guys, this is Rob. I'm just calling you right now. I want to tell you something. I did that thing with my fingers, and this time she sounds really good. She liked it. She didn't get mad at me. She didn't make me stop. She didn't say it. She had to go to bed. <laughs> She didn't say she had to get new batteries out of her. I said. I would never. I would it'd be the greatest compliment ever, Russell. I can't. I mean, really. Like. We'd be getting one of those late night FaceTime calls oh, from Rob. Oh, my God. I'd be, the, it'd be unreal. Like a compliment on a sex move. Give me a break. It's like, oh, I like how the sweat didn't drip on me that time. I'd be like, oh yeah, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Respect, love. Rob, the worst part of the worst part of it would be what if you were in the middle of your furious fret work and you got a call from me and your phone started ringing oh. with a drunken call. Mm. And I ruined your oh, that was okay moment. And Russell, in the past, and I'm just I want to preempt this by saying I'm gonna edit this out. Yes. Okay, so do not bring this up again. Okay. In the past, Russell, you've asked me to. If you call to put you on speakerphone and <laughs> and I don't oh. think that's appropriate. <laughs> hey Rob, this is Russell. Hey Rob, this is Russell. Hey Russell, you didn't need to say that twice. I didn't. It was an echo. No, it's the best joke of the show. No! We'll just have, we'll just have to bleep out a lot. No! <laughs> Why do we do this to ourselves? <laughs> the best joke you've ever made on the podcast. No, it's not. It's, 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 That's it's the worst thing you could ever tell me. Did you hear my adverb pipe joke earlier? Look. Look at Rosie. He can't, he can't even Rosie breathe. Gets it. It's stupid. What a oh, hey, Can I tell you? Can I tell you, Rosie? I have yeah. the iPhone 14 Max. Okay. <laughs> this is the biggest one. Oh. All right. Next song on the list is from 1973. It's the Bay City Rollers. It's Saturday night. This is a great spelled out lyric, right? Oh, oh yeah. 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 Can I just say this, Russell? When we get to my joke at the end of the podcast for the next album, I swear I didn't know about this, okay? It's parallel thinking. Oh. Good song. Yeah. Did you guys know the Bay City Rollers were a Scottish boy band? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't I know, did that. Not know that. No That's clue. why the no. grandpa loves him, and so, so I married an axe murderer, because he loves everything Scottish. And he, oh. Oh, the only band he loves is the Bay City Rollers. Meg, put down the Bay City Rollers. Yeah. 
This song is so fucking good. All right, next song on the list is one of the most influential hip-hop songs ever from 1979. It's Sugar Hill Gang, Rapper's Delight. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Check it out. I'm the C-A-S-N, the O-V-A, and the rest is F-A-Y. Ah, yes. You see, I go by the yes. of the mix. And not only is that, but once in the song, there's actually happens twice. There's another one when one of the other rappers comes in with a spelling B2. The beat don't stop until the break of dawn. I said a M-A-S, a T-E-R, a G with a double E. Now, can I just say this? If you were the guy that figured out you could spell Casanova in a rap song and you put down those lyrics, wouldn't you just go home for the rest of the day because you just did the perfect lyrics? Like, you would never have what to... What more could you do? Yeah. I mean, C-A-S-S-N-O-B-A. Oh, so good. I was reading that that was the first rap song to make the top, the Hot 100. And Aaron, I don't know if you knew this. I think it was the first song to achieve a gold status. Oh, but I didn't know that. They never got a gold record technically because they didn't want to pay the RIAA dues. They didn't want to pay the fees. What? With being oh, so like a member of record. that group, so they never wow. got the gold record. That's weird. Aaron wow. loves feet, and this guy hates fees. I mean, who knows anymore? <laughs> uh, yeah, now, Russell, have you ever seen um, Sugar Hill Gang live by any chance? I did, Rob. I believe that was the time where I almost got in a fight at Carleton College, and you made sure I didn't get beat yep, up. Right? I had a uh, one of those thermoses where you could pull the nozzle out and drink out of it. I had one full of uh, Sky, um, the drink that was in the blue bottle that was just like uh, 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 like a like smear off ice. ice, and then the other container I had was just smear off ice. So I had two identical competing <laughs> drinks. Gross. And we were at this place, and Russell was getting into, <laughs> the guy goes to Russell. Oh, do you go to school at Carlton? And Russell goes, yep. The guy goes, no, you don't. That's bullshit. Russell goes, yes, I do. I'm going to fucking kick your ass. I'm not lying to you. No, no, I don't think And I finally said, Dude, you don't want to fight Russell. He'll kick you in the balls. I was just that plastered. Is true. I was hammered. <laughs> just Russell saying like, no, I go to school here. Just, just the lie, just straight up. So good. The worst was when I did tell him I would kick him in the balls. Rob got extremely turned on and it was, it got uncomfortable. <laughs> well, yeah, because you had both the keys. Oh, <laughs> That would be the worst. <laughs> Quick, unlock it. Unlock it, unlock it. <laughs> Next song on the list is from 1993. Another great hip-hop song. This is Whoop, There It Is by Tag Team. Wow, they're back again. Oh, look at that spelling. Do you think the guys who did Whoop, There It Is were like, we can't steal those lyrics? You know what? I was reading that... The copyright office had Whoop There It Is in 92, Whoop There It Is in 93. And I always thought Whoop There It Is was a bigger hit. And I think it was because they said that they articulated their lyrics better in Whoop There It Is. So it made it more of like a commercial hit than Whoop There oh, It so, Is. Wait a minute. Whoop There It Is? Is that what they were saying? Whoop There It Is? The other yeah, one is two Woot. different. Yeah, yeah. There's Whoop and Whoop. 95 <laughs> South is Whoop. Tag team is Whoop. W H W O M P as I flow. It's a perfect song. Yeah, this is actually a better song. Right. Uh, I mean, this is hey, a better song. Can I just say I something thought. right now? Whitney Houston, you suck balls. This song is way better. <laughs> you know what? There are some people that agree with you guys. I was reading that you guys remember when they did the, the womb versus boot on Arsenio. Yeah. Ooh, there no. it is by 95 South won the battle on Arsenio Hall. Yeah, yeah. this is better. This, 
This is a good song. Matt, was this written by the same guy that did call it Baton Rogue or whatever? Uh, Baton Rogue. Baton yeah. Bob Davies Rogue. or whatever, whatever that guy's yep. name was. Yep. Elvira, the Oak Ridge boys were going to cover this one too, but they... This one's the same guys that does all those D's nuts jokes. You know, an interesting thing, I, I wanted to relive this with you guys a little bit. I was reading that that song was so big, it actually made the first ever Jock Jams wow. album. Oh, that is And I big. was, we don't have to play all these. I was just going to real quick list some of the songs from Jock Jams. So here's the songs that are on. We've got the Michael Buffer, Let's Get Ready to Rumble. Let's yep. get ready to Intro, rumble. right? Yeah. You got Get Ready for This by Two Unlimited. Tag Team, whoop, there it is, hitting third. Bat and Cleanup, you have Black Box, Strike It Up. Oh, Fifth, yeah. you've got the 69 Boys, Tootsie Roll. We've talked Tootsie Roll before, haven't we? Strike It Up, highly underrated. Guys. We did this on the best dance, the best songs that created dance crazes, if you guys remember. This is so good. Okay. Next up is a song. I don't know if I remember this one. Pump it up. Go head. Go head. Techno- I don't know that is one. That, that's, no, I don't know that that's one. not Technotronic. I don't know. I've got the next one is Come Baby Come by K7. Oh, yep, that's a good that one. one. Yep. It takes Play two- that one, Rob. Go for yeah. it. This is a great yeah, song. Good beat. This was a time in, in video history where you could just get a chain link fence and that's your video. You're looking through the chain link fence. Right? You're grabbing onto the chain link fence. People are behind the chain link fence. You're in front of the chain link fence. You could do everything with a chain link dance moves. If, if anyone watches this video, woo, there it is. Am I right? Yep. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Next song on the list was It Takes Two, Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Oh, my God. I mean, that Great. this song, I, I have this on a couple playlists that I listen to. I love it. Kick it. Yeah. I mean, that day. Yeah. Now, the question yeah. is, who's singing this song? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, sometimes it's tough to know who is singing the song, and you just wish. I wish the first line of the song was the artist telling me who he is and what he's about to do. Why is he here? You know what I mean? God, I wish that What's happened. his plan? What's his purpose? I want to rock right now. I'm raw bass and I came to get down. I'm not internationally known. Amazing hit. I gotta say, the days where a rapper would let you know they're not internationally known, those days are gone. Aaron, don't do that as Pitbull. No, I will not. Okay. I will be Mr. Worldwide. Thank you. Next song should be the, the soundtrack to my wedding dances. It's gonna make you sweat CNC Music Factory. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Wedding dance? No, wait, no, yeah, wait I mean, a minute. I was, I What'd was you say? trying to catch up on that as well. Wouldn't it be great, guys, if we did have a dance we could go to? Like... That's what I'm saying. I think an event where a bunch of friends could get together. Do you think, what was that, what's that called when all of a sudden everybody just starts doing a dance? Flash uh, mob. Flash mob. In the middle of pump. Flash mob. Flash mob. A flash. Do you think, there's 14 people on our text chain. We could probably find a couple more. Do you think we should do a, fl- a flash mob at, at the next wedding oh, we go that'd to? That'd be such yeah, a good I, idea. I agree. Well, that's better yes. than what Matt tried to get me to do last time. You know, Matt's not the greatest speller. And last time we tried to do a flash mob, I, my whole bathroom flooded. I, the mop didn't flush. I, the mop oh, no. didn't flush. I thought you were going to say something about you were the only one who flashed or something like that. Uh, that was the place. The jam was high. The look best. At this and guy. I don't waste time or the mic uh, with a dope rhyme. Jump, jump to the rhythm. Jump, jump to the rhythm. Jump. jump, jump, jump. jump. And I'm here.
it's such a voice. Next on the, the list is this. Hold on, but no, that that's the that's the wedding song. I just want to make sure I know yeah. the lyrics. Gonna make you so sweat, like the first dance, or that's the the at the recessional, or, that, yeah. or that's gets gets everybody on the during the vibe. Is that what Aaron's gonna sing during the wedding and ruin your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> like my wife said, he did to our wedding. <laughs> Moving forward with this the this <laughs> album. What album is this? Jock Jams, right? Jock Jams yes. Volume One. What even are we doing? What album are we talking well, about Rob's today? Playing them. I'm just trying to list them. Rob's the one insisting on playing it. Well, we're trying to ask questions. We got Russ, questions. Russ, Russ has done something I've done a number of times, and this is a listception. This is where you start a list, yeah. and it leads into another <laughs> list, and it may lead into another list, and you got to get out of the list to get back to the real world. Sometimes it's complicated. All right, we'll, we'll crank through these, these next ones real quick. You had Pump Up the Volume. Remember we talked Mars. It was the greatest replacement song ever a few weeks ago. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. They had Snap the Power. Do you guys remember the power? I got the power. This was a great music video, too. This is all Jock Jams Volume One. What an wow. album, right? Literally, how do you not, Russell? How do you not, how do you not search for this record next time you're at the record store? Oof. I would probably trade all twelve records I got for an original Jock Jams. Right? Do you think Jock Jams came out on vinyl? I bet so. Yeah, for sure. It's out there for sure. So good. Next song on the album was Unbelievable by EMF. Oh, oh wow. Next one was Pump Up the Jam, Technotronic. Oh, shit. I keep pushing. You keep, every song is Pump Up something on this album. There's too many pumps up. I keep, a lot lot of pump up. I keep clicking the wrong one. Which one are you looking for? Unbelievable or? No, no, no. Go ahead. Keep going. I'll I'll put it in later. We had YMCA, Village People. I'm not playing that. Come on. We're not. These songs have all been so good. We had Twilight Zone by 2 Unlimited. Twilight Zone. I've never heard that. You're hearing it below me now, but I've never heard that before. And then I think, if I remember correctly from you guys, the last one was by an artist that we can't have no, Rob making jokes not, about, no, so we're not going to talk about the last one. Don't say that. I'm yeah. going to edit all this out. Yeah. <laughs> but the real question is, where was Rock and Roll Part 1? Nobody ever heard that. You know what I mean? Like, it was just the second one. That's the one that... So that was Jock Jams Volume 1. That's an all-time collection, isn't That's it? That's incredible, yeah. But, so, Russell, we're going to get out of that list. We're getting out of the list okay. and doing the last so, song on the list right. with the best spelled-out lyrics. All right. And this is actually a very recent song that was featured oh, yeah. in the Barbie soundtrack. This is Pink by Lizzo. Yeah, we are the colors, but pink just looks so good on us. Hey, pretty, I, intelligent, in, never sad. This is so good. It's very it? good. It's fun too. I didn't know this. You one. can hear if you like listen real hard, you can hear her throwing a cup at one of her assistants in the background. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear her calling her back dancing. Yeah, yeah. Fat. Exactly. <laughs> so that was the list of the greatest songs ever featuring spelled <laughs> yeah. out words in the lyrics. Wow. Russell. Nice. Great list. I got to admit, it's the top two lists I've heard today. List. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Are you counting the list. inception, the the one, the dream list, or just the regular level well, list? And you know what? There might be a very special list coming up. Okay. Oh wow! Coming out on a certain we did, Tuesday. We did do a record store list. See you next. <laughs> see you next Tuesday, as Aaron's tattoo says. Oh boy! All oh, right, no. Un- we've reached that stage of the night. Aaron, what? Hey, Aaron, what's under there? Under where? Which I didn't have. I want to remind you, I wore dirty pairs of underwears two days in a row. I'm 43 years old. I love this song. Aaron, this is almost on my scariest songs list. 
I mean, yeah. You want to see underwear. The way. I couldn't stop it now. All right. Uh, Monday morning. Oh, the scariest song of all. You know what I mean? Boop. It's the rest of your life. You work. Got to get got to get a reggae tune in there if you're or ska tune, I guess. Yeah. Who's this lead singer again, Rob? What's his name? It's Jarvis Cocker. Jarvis Cocker. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I was reading that Jarvis Cocker actually performed a song that was written by Beck. You guys remember once when we talked about the Song Reader album, which was where Beck did all the sheet yeah. music but didn't perform it? Yeah. One of the artists what? who performed one of those Beck songs was this oh. guy, Jarvis Cocker. Check this out. No. You come running with eyes that say, I love you. Oh, yeah, there he is. Russell, you can you imagine? Can you imagine if you did this with Beck? Do you think he'd give you more of the sheets to use than what you're currently getting? I think I know so. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to ask you guys, when it comes to writing amazing songs for Jarvis Cocker, who did it better? Beck did it better. Russell, that was so good. Bar Italia. Great, Russell, great. This song is its a, supposed to be a post-rave come down at the bar. Now, as somebody who has never raved, now if you can stand, it just, I don't know. Where, have you guys ever tried, thought about getting into the rave culture? Okay, I'm looking at the three no, of you, and I'm just going to say no without listening to your responses. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rob, you did rage that one time when you kicked that car when they cut you off on your bicycle I, yeah. and called you names. And I had a light stick and a pacifier in my mouth, so he was confused at the time. He didn't know what was going on. <laughs> but you know what? We don't have time to talk about that. Let's talk about everybody's favorite part of the show, the very popular and patented rating system. Now, we do not care how this album sounded or anything like that. All we care about is where it was on the list, okay? And, of course, this was at, we all remember this exposition, 162, all right? One guy's laying there and the other two, okay? So here's the thing. Is this album a different class? Should this be at 162? Or should it have been a little higher on the list, which, of course, would be a lower number. So again, you kind of kind of have to think about this list as a teeter-totter or the way they made the new Apple mouse where you had to scroll up to go down and then down to go up. And then after a while it made sense. But then when you got a different computer, it made no sense. It messed up my brain permanently. Is this album, if it should be higher on the list, which would be a lower <laughs> number, that would be a rolling bone. It's too far back. Guys, this is one of the top Britpop albums of all time. Is this a rolling well tone? It belongs right where it is. Okay, at 162, or is this, uh, just like when I can't find my keys, is this a rolling uh. groan? Okay, what's this button do? Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, I, I, is this, hot or is it a hot sauce, sauce on feet? That's another option I'm going to give you for just this oh, one episode. Yeah. Oof, that didn't, joke did not work. Um, Back to the f jokes. <laughs> All right, so what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or rolling? Uh. Uh, Aaron, what do you think? You can hear me laugh, by the way, in the uh, groan. I was surprised by how much I like this album, all, top to bottom. I, I don't, I don't get the same up and down feel that you did, Rob. I, I think I, I like this one a lot better. I don't know why. I don't know how to explain it. I think it's because it, to me, ties in a lot of their previous bands, and then it sounds like a lot of bands that I listened to after them. 
And I think the closest thing to compare it to, or the thing I thought about, was the Oasis album, which had those really great highs. But anyway, I I feel like I might put this above the Oasis album, so I'm gonna give it a rolling. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm gonna give it a rolling podcast. Bone. I'm off. I, I don't know. We'll see you. <laughs> I, that's where I'm feeling. I've never seen involved. Matt and Russell get mad about the same thing ever I knew in my I was life. We need to change the, the name of the podcast to Pulp Did It Better. Oh. <laughs> I, I knew I was going to be out on a limb here, but I, I mean, maybe it's recency bias, but I'm sticking with it. Russell's got to look up all these Jarvis Cocker facts to make all of his lists. He's like, oh, this is a terrible idea. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Rolling Well Toned, Rolling Bone, or Rolling Grown Pulp? I really try. I mean, I, I, I honestly really tried to give this. Uh, a hard listen, tried to objectively listen to it. I just, I could not wait for it to get over. Uh, ordinary, or what is it? The common people, great song, yep. right? So I think it's got a great song associated with the album, which I think puts it higher up in the list, way higher up in the list than it should. I mean, that to your point, Rob, that is like a, an all-time song. They They hit gold with the one song. Um, after that, I mean, I just couldn't wait for it to be done. Personally, I have no idea why it's this high up on the list compared to everything else we're going to listen to after it. I think this is going to be the, for me anyways, the uh, the bell cow of like, oh, geez, you know, this is de- the, the albums we listen to later on. We're going to be, well, of, Licensed to Ill by Beastie Boys. I'm looking, trying to look at this, is 192. And you're going to tell me that Licensed well, to Ill great point. is, you know, there's, spots, just, there's right? millions of, there's so many, so many. I, what about Rod albums. Stewart? Every picture has a story, man. Oh, what about that? Yeah. One? I mean, you, I mean, even some of the, you know, we've got Pavement, Slanted and Enchanted at 199. That came out like 1989. Like that's a, that's kind of an obscure pre uh, uh, grunge band album. Like it's so much better than this album, you know, things like that. So I don't know. It's me personally. I just think it's going to be the bell cow. We're going to keep comparing whatever we hear to uh after this to this one and being like how is this album not ahead of pulp and that's just me personally so i think it's rolling grown should be way lower now, on the list. russell when we do get to that bc boys album what drink do you think you're gonna make um let me look at my drink menu again uh-huh. hold, hold. <laughs> um, say just oh, oh. A licensed, a licensed to poisoned apple tea. No, I thought you were just going to say <laughs> oh, brass no? monkey. I thought we were all on the same page, oh. but obviously this is another RoboCop situation. Uh, this oh. is going to be the, the Patty Smith or the Velvet Underground album for the albums that come after it, like the ones that we yeah. look and go, oh, this is actually better than that. Man, yeah. Russell, Rolling Well Toned, Rolling Bone, or Rolling Grown, what do you think? This is one I kind of wanted to hate when I went into it. We've talked about this before. I can't, I can't really get behind the albums that came out when we were teenagers and I'd never heard of any of the songs. I'm like, how can this be this high on the list? But I thought it was pretty interesting and dynamic. I thought they did a lot of interesting musical things. Even the the creepy monster mash type song I thought was kind of interesting. But I got to go with Matt. This just isn't for me. It's not, I don't think it should be this high on the list. And, you know, Matt, you had mentioned Pulp did it. Is that the name of this band, Pulp? Like oh, the fruit? Yep. We talked about that earlier, bro. Ours, yes, yes, yes. So, <laughs> so Matt mentioned maybe we should call this podcast Pulp Did It Better, but technically that's not correct because in 1996, wow. Beck won Spin's Artist of the Year, and Spin wrote, of course, um, Beck actually, Spin said there were a lot of good albums that year, but not a lot of great ones. Some of them from the Fugees, REM, and Pulp all experimented their way through dance beats and grooves 
But when Beck's Odelay arrived in June, it stood apart immediately, not because it was perfect album, because it was perfectly imperfect. And when Beck was asked about winning Spin Artist of the Year, he said this, looked at his fruit, stared at the floor of his tour bus and replied, I don't mean to sound rude, but to be honest, there wasn't much competition. He's even saying like pulp is out there at this time. And Beck's saying there's not a lot of competition for artists of the year. So technically Matt Beck did it better according to spin magazine. And I'm going to say Beck did it better too. This, this can't be higher than Odalate. Get the fuck out of here. This (laughs) this is a rolling groan, but I did enjoy it. We've never heard Beck say anything negative ever about anybody. And this was the one band we've heard that now. Listen, wow. Unfortunately, you guys are incorrect. Okay. Shit. We get, Matt likes it. He likes being wrong. That's sick. This album gets a rolling, if we grew up in Breton. Guys, this Breton? album would be huge. This, Are you trying Breton? to change we, words no, to make them rhyme? This album, <laughs> this album would be huge if we had grown up in Britain. This, this, this was one of the top albums of 1995. Now listen to this. Listen to the albums that were the number one, the number one singles of 1995. Gangsta's Paradise, Waterfall, Creep. Kiss from a Rose, On Bended Knee by Boys to Men. Those songs, think just think about every one of those songs you can picture. It takes you to a point in your life that could have been pulp for us. But we won that revolutionary war. So sorry, Paul. We don't give a shit about you. <laughs> All right. Next up. S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y. D-A-Y. Night. Night. F-E-V-E-R-S-O-U-N-D. Track. It's the Saturday Night Fever <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. I do own that one on vinyl. That was when I stole oh, from my mom's house a few years yes. back. Along with Herb Alpert. Aaron, can I just yes. ask you, when you wore that wig, did you get any night fever? Because that would make my parody song next week actually pretty easy. Any night fever? Night fever, night fever. Oh. <laughs> I just want to say, next week, A Fifth of Beethoven, one of my favorite songs of all time. Rob, I got a quick one before you do the last one here. Uh, I was going to ask you guys if the lead singer from this band was toe tapping in a Minneapolis oh. airport, would he be Jarvis the Cocker, Jarvis the Cocky, oh. or Jarvis with two cock keys? Oh. <laughs> it's time to say. Wow. Oh, that was a good one, Russell. Yeah, wait, wait. Wow. <laughs> Russell, that joke is so good. I don't even want to tell you what mine was. Okay. Go oh. for it. Well, we can bleep it out like that one you did. Well, earlier. I, I just gotta stay. I in. just have to say, I, I actually, I got another voicemail from your from your apartment, and it was asking yeah. me how to find, like, how to fix golf clubs, right? Because the, the okay. grips are coming off the golf clubs. So I was looking yeah. it up online, and look what I found here. Replace okay. the grapefruit from your mouth. You're gonna yeah. twist up and down the shaft and suck the head at the same time. That makes sense now. <laughs> it's about golf clubs. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, Have you guys geez. ever seen the Grapeview video? No. Okay, I'll save it for a rolling going. <laughs> 